open. The Ball presents the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Live play-by-play on the ball is brought to you by All-In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. By Lewis Smith Supply Company, Enterprise, Dothan, Eufaula, and Mariana. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Hug and Molly's, frozen in the 50s, downtown Abbeville. By Harris Security, security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan. Are you ready for action? By Troy Bank and Trust, the only bank you'll ever need, member FDIC. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly supporting the communities they serve. DSI Security, do what you say you'll do. And by Vincent Plumbing and Electric, make the right call, call Vincent. Now let's go live to the stadium. Here's Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass. Welcome in. You're listening to live high school football right here on the ball. Bobcats all the way into Dothan and Northcutt Field to face Houston Academy. Houston Academy just a hop, skip, and a jump up Watley Drive and ready to face off in this region matchup. Both teams are on the field, and we are almost ready for the kickoff. Mark Stewart in here alongside me, Lance Griffin, here for this region matchup. Mark, should be a good one. It should be a good game, Lance. Had a rain shower before the game started. That may help Houston Academy. It may slow down that off offense a little bit as uh, quarterback Hal Smithard has been lighting it up, yeah. and they've got a good running game with uh, Ellis Payton. Or Payton Ellis, I'm sorry. And uh, so uh may help Houston Academy here is, is they're going to have to uh, – Try to slow down this Bobcat, Bobcat offense. It's been feast or famine for H.A. thus far this season. The kick is in the air. Op will receive after H.A. won the toss and deferred to the second half. And Op's going to get decent field position all the way out to the 42-yard line. Can be quite an explosive offense, Mark. Op can speed, speed, speed. And H.A.'s going to have to try to try to not let those guys get behind him. It is fairly balanced as well. as uh, Smithard has been throwing for over 200 yards a couple games, 300 yards in one game. They've got good running. They they rush for over 100 yards, so they've got good balance. So you got to take one away, you take the running game away, and try to make uh, Smither try to get predictable and try to pick one off. I'm just going to spread it out here at the 43 on its first offensive possession. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Smither's your quarterback. He does have a back next to him. It is um, Peyton uh, Peyton Ellis will be his back. They look at the defense and then they go to the sideline and see what HA is lined in. And now they'll get the call from the sideline, and I don't know if they're going to get this off. In fact, the play clock's at zero. Yeah, yeah it, it is going to be a delay right. right off the bat. They saw something they didn't like. They went to the sidelines, and the next thing you know, the play clock was at zero. It'll be first and 15. Good sign for Houston Academy here early. Houston Academy coming off a big blowout win over Daleville. Uh, Op has gotten off to a good start. Uh, scored a lot of points in a couple of games this year. Uh, long drive for them. Uh, came in, in the rain a little bit. Hopefully it'll hold off for most of the rest of the game. It's a little bit soggy out there on the field right now. First and 15 from the 38. Smithard, a little quick pass. It's caught 45, 47-yard line, uh, tackled by a gang of Houston Raiders there, but that'll be a good gain on first down. Filthy flag on the play. Lance, you got to be careful with their speeds. What you're worried about is them get behind that defensive back and so they're having to give a cushion out there, and it's just a little bit pitch and catch right there in the middle. Tied in Cole Jennings uh, caught that. It's a game of about 10, and then there was a late flag coming in after that. So let's get the signal here as to what that may be. It looks like Ops walking backwards here. Yeah, I think it is going to be on Op. It was a late flag, so it was we'll way it, after the play yeah. of the dead ball. And it, it, it is the personal foul against Op. So. Foul. 
So they'll back that up just about uh, 15 yards, not quite from the end. Well, maybe from the end of the run. So uh, good pass and catch there to the tight end in the slot, but it's going to go all the way back. This drive started at the 43, and now two negative plays. They're going to snap this one from the 29, Mark. Two plays, two penalties for off. Houston Academy's going to have to put pressure on Smither tonight to try to get him out of his spot so that uh, he can't just stand back there and pick him apart. It's going to be about first and 24 now for Op here early in the first quarter. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Smith is your quarterback. He drops straight back, looks to throw. He doesn't have anything. Ends up throwing it away. Good defense there by H.A. Yeah, they did a good job of getting pressure on him. It's number uh, 64 there for uh, Houston Academy was in there. And that's uh, Ian Co- Coachman. Robbie Gafford was your intended receiver there, but uh, he was blanketed. Smither didn't have anything to do but throw it away, so now it's second and 24. And that's what they got to do. They got to get somebody on him so that he can't just stand back there. Early in the first, first offensive possession for Op, second and 24 from the 29. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Here's Smither. He drops straight back. He's got rush. He's going to go down. He is going to go down. And a penalty flag. They brought linebackers on that one. Lance got good pressure on him. He looked down, and when he looked down, he's nothing he could do but go down and be sacked. That's usually in the neighborhood of a hold. Yeah. We'll see if it is. If it is, I'm sure you probably declined this because Smith lost about four or five yards on that sack. Yeah, make it It'd be third down and about 30. 30. Yeah. 30, yeah. But a nice job by Houston Academy defensively getting the pressure on Smith. Yeah. If he's having to watch the rush, he can't watch his receivers running free. That's right. Uh, a host of Raiders were able to get into the backfield pretty quickly there and harass Smither and get the sack, and they will take the loss on the sack. It'll be third and about 27-28 uh, from the 25-yard line. See how much Smither wants to bite off here. He's going to drop straight back again. He's got a screen pass. It's going to set up well to the 30. The 35, he breaks it outside. Oh, it's long, the 50, the 45, the 40. Is he going to go all the way? No, he's going to get run down inside the 25-yard line, well-designed middle screen, and he caught the corner on there, Mark, and just uh, outran the Raiders there yeah, for a while. Yeah, they, they let him overrush that one, and when Houston Academy came with the linebackers, they had that uh, screen pass wide open there to uh, Peyton Ellis, and he just was able to go through the middle and then get to that outside over there and down the sideline. Extremely aggressive. The Raider defense got caught on that screen, and it is a big gainer for off all the way down to the HA 25-yard line. Well-designed play, and again, that was Peyton Ellis catching that ball on the middle screen. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Ten seconds on the play clock, so plenty of time here. Smithard takes the snap, looks, he's flushed to his right, scrambles. He's going to get a few yards before he goes out of bounds for a uh, gain of about, what, maybe five yards. It'll be second and about another, another flag on the play, maybe a late hit over there. We but Lance, you want, that's what you want him to do. You want to flush him out of that pocket and make him run. He's not going to kill you with his feet. We couldn't tell. It happened on the far side of the field, but it looked like uh, Smither was trying to get out of bounds and appeared to have given himself up at about the time he was contacted. They're going to say apparently he was contacted out of bounds. So that will be uh, uh, a personal foul on it. Nope. They're going to yeah. call offsetting. Okay, yeah, I think he just, yeah. I think he just pointed the wrong direction. Uh, yeah, I think he did. It was, it was definitely a personal foul on Houston Academy on that sideline. So that's going to put the ball inside the HA 15. We'll call it first and ten from the 11. As Op is in business, all of a sudden it was third and 30 just a couple of seconds ago. 
five wide, empty backfield now as Smithert looks for the mismatch. He's going to do a quarterback draw up the middle. He gets positive yards all the way to about the six, maybe the five. It'll be second down. Yeah, that's a play right there. They take advantage of the aggressive defense by Houston Academy as he takes a step back and does quarterback draw. They were able to keep him from getting in the end zone, but uh, that's two times that they've been able to take advantage of Houston Academy's uh, aggressiveness on defense with that screen pass and now with the quarterback draw. It'll be something to watch when they line up from that empty backfield the next time. Two wide to the left, to two to the right. Ellis is in the backfield with Smithert now. Second down. Drop straight back. Looks. Now he's going to run. Now he's going to get to the corner. He's going to try to get in the end zone, but he won't, I don't think. Haul down. Yeah. I think at the maybe between the one and the two, it'll be. He could have gotten a first down, so let's see if he did. Coachman on the tackle for Houston Academy, but uh, they did a good job of covering the receivers, but he was able to scamper out of there and pick up good yardage. They'll say he was stopped short of the first down, so it's third and one from the two. A lot of options here for Op on this third down play. Early in the first, 840 and counting here, Op knocking on the door. You know, tighter than normal here, just one wide on each side. It's going to be a direct pitch, a handoff actually, a direct snap, and taking it in is Thomas Glisson. Thomas Glisson, and I think he's going to get the first down, but he stopped short of the goal line. That was uh, two or eight. I could not I think it was eight. I think it was Cole Jennings, actually. I think he was the tight end that caught that first pass that ended up being wiped out. So, see if they're going to – they're having a hard time sometimes seeing the signal from all the way across the the field there. The the whole team almost walked all the way to the sideline to get that. So, plenty of time left on the play clock. First and goal from the one. They're in that wildcat now, again, with Jennings back there. He's going to take it. He's going to try to get in. He's going to break a tackle and walk in. Touchdown, Ob. 7.54 left to go here in the first quarter. Impressive drive for Ob. One big play really made all the difference. It was. It was that screen pass as they took advantage of the aggressive rush by Houston Academy. Dumped that screen pass off to the middle, and uh, he was off to the races as uh, uh, Peyton Ellis took it down inside, deep inside Houston Academy territory. So line up for the extra point here. Looks like uh, Jackson Pierce is the kicker. again, and we'll see if Pierce can put the extra point up and through. Here's the snap, the hole, the kick. It's up, and the kick is no good. So, 7.54 left here in the first quarter. Op leads Houston Academy 6-0. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with H.A.'s first possession right here on the ball. The thump of the bat, the squeak of sneakers, the clash of pads. These are the sounds of local athletic programs at work. But it's more than that. These are also the sounds of leadership development, teamwork, and rewarding experiences for tomorrow's leaders. At Wiregrass Electric Cooperative, just being a power provider isn't enough. We also support the programs that help shape the communities of tomorrow. Just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. 
Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances budget tracking sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both All In Credit Union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to Northcutt Field. Houston Academy breaks a little one out here to the 50, to the 45 of Op. And a very good run back there on the kickoff return for HA. Now is there a fumble? Is there a fumble? The officials. I, Op I seems to think so. Let's see. I haven't seen an official uh, point toward uh, the Bobcats, but it was a, certainly a good run back to put H.A. in position. It looks like H.A. will retain possession. Yes, Cameron Mitchell had a good run back as he brought it up the middle. Good field position. If you're Houston Academy now, Lance, you can't go three and out. You've got to be able to run some clock and uh, run some plays here to shorten this game a little bit. Indeed. Ball will be at the There's opposite side. Flag, it looks like on the far side. There is, maybe in the area of a sideline warning or possibly a coach that may have thought that was a definite fumble there. Let's see. Uh, now there's a discussion between the official that threw the flag. We'll see if it's more than a sideline warning. If it is, that's going to put H.A. in even better field position. Yeah. Here comes the official over to the side to uh, make the call over the press box side. And they are. I think they're going uh, to mark, gonna mark off a personal foul, from, it appears. Here we go. It is unsportsmanlike conduct, and it was thrown over there on the op sideline. Almost all of the op players signaled a fumble and thought they had possession of the ball, and the coaches may have seen something as well and, and said something to the official and maybe a little bit too much, but that will move the ball all the way to the op 30. That's the third penalty against Op here early in this game. Yeah, really sloppy start uh, to to the game, and I don't know if the coach didn't feel like he got his money worth on that, or if he just needs to try to get his team's head back in the game, or what. But he is going to call a timeout here, so this is a golden opportunity for the Raiders. Absolutely, got the ball first and ten at the thirty-yard line of Op, and that is the fourth penalty against Op so far in this game. You take it any way you can. you got to get points out of it, though. You can't take these opportunities and not score. They need to run some clock. Their best defense is going to be keeping the op offense off the field by running some plays offensively. 35-yard kickoff return from Cameron Mitchell started things, and after some discrepancy about maybe op thinking that there was a fumble there, there was a 15-yard penalty, and now all of a sudden H.A. finds itself on the op 30. Op calls a timeout to talk about things, and, yeah, <laughs> coach is still giving the official an earful over there. He's out on the field. And uh, back out on the field. First it appears that we're ready to get things started back here, although uh, the coach is still standing yeah, at 40. He's, he's not the, acting like he's going no. back. He's going to let him have to stay, apparently, as he is. he's spent his minute and more. But gives the Houston Academy a chance to rest a little bit. So. Long story short, if something did take place there, it did not appear anyone, uh, any of the officials saw it to be able to make that call. And you can't change it now, so I'm not sure. Just kind of priming the pump for later. Yeah, I guess priming so. the pump for later. But uh, now an official goes over and says, hey, guys, uh, do you know you all been talking for about seven minutes? At some point, it's a delay of game penalty against Doc. <laughs> yeah. So, uh 
We've all just watched an episode of Friends now, and okay. I think I think he got his uh, got his money's worth there on that, and we'll see what uh, what HA can do with this very very good field position on the op thirty. Sheldon Odd appears to be your quarterback. Going to be an I formation, two wide to the right, one to the left. Under center is Odd. He's going to have quick out to Mitchell. Mitchell can't make the first man miss. He's going to go for a yard, maybe a yard and a half there. Key to that place, making that first man miss. It is, and that ball is a little bit high, so Mitchell had to go up and get it, and when he did, it allowed the ops defender to get on him and not able to shake him off. Yeah, got to get that uh, ball out quick and, and make that uh, make Mitchell able to able to make a move on that first defender. It'll go for a gain of a yard, second and nine. Still under center is Ott from the eye. Offset. Handoff up the middle. It's a bump. And it looks like it has fallen on, fortunately, as that will go for no gain, but it could have been worse than that. Yeah, I think the H.A. player got on it. I'm not sure if that's 22, maybe. Tell us, I, think, I think Carpenter was in the backfield. It's a little bit difficult to see the numbers from here. It was uh, could have been, could have been divine. But yeah. nonetheless, it's going to be third and long. He never got it. He put it in there, and he kind of shuffled it to him a little bit, and he dropped it as soon as it went in his arms. Third and nine from the 29. It'll be interesting to see what uh, H.A. does if they can't pick this up here with such good field position. It's going to be a play-action pass. Ott is in trouble. He is scrambling away. He's all the way back to 45. Just uh, chunks it out there. It's actually caught. It's going to go for about a two- or three-yard gain, I think, if it was held on to. Yeah, he did a good job of uh, not losing about 15 yards on that play. There's a flag. play. We've gotten more plays with flags than without thus far here uh, and right in the midway point of the first quarter yet. Well, showed a little elusiveness there as he was scrambling to his, here to his right and he circled back around to his left. They would get the ball off. Let's see uh, again uh, what the official is going to do here. As again, that took place right on the opposite side of the field, right in front of the op bench, which is already a little ornery. Yeah, that may set the op coach into orbit. It's going to be against op as they mark it off. They are marking it off. There was a, and Ott was able to get the pass on the sidelines there for a catch of about three yards, and then he was knocked out of bounds. They're going to say personal foul on op. We don't know exactly what, what that was, if it was a late hit, if it was a magic word, if it was something. Nonetheless, that is a 15-yard penalty, an automatic first down, H.A. inside the op 14. Wow. I'm not mistaken, that's the third. 15-yard penalty they've had called against them in this first quarter. Here we go. Uh, first and 10 from the 14 from the eye. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Hand off the fullback up the middle as it will go for a yard, maybe two, before it is snuffed out. Yeah, it looked like it was going to break, but uh, Off was able to get and catch him before uh, he was able to get going. But uh, there was a hole off that uh, left side over there. Carpenter was the running back there. It will be second and uh, about eight from the 13. You can't get too conservative down here. Got to get in the end zone. Indeed, approaching. Not they're going to be able to run it in. Approaching the midway point of the first quarter, Op leads six to nothing. Scored on its first possession. Here's HA knocking on the door on its first possession from the eye. Here's Ott. Motion to the right. Ott takes the handoff, looks to throw. He does. He tries to get Carpenter to the flats, overthrows him. It'll be third down. Had him for uh, yeah, somewhat had, of a game. He had him wide open out there. I don't know how much he would have gotten when he turned up, but just overthrew him. I don't know if it's because the ball's wet or if he just uh, 
tried to be too fine with it. Midway point of the first quarter, we'll have a heat timeout. We will take it with them. Six to nothing. Op leads HA. We'll be back in 60 seconds with more right here on the ball. Hug and Molly's restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Hug and Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to HugandMolly's.com to find out their new menu items. Harris Security Systems is the Wiregrass's largest independent and locally owned security company for almost 30 years. To stay number one, Harris Security Systems employs the best local people to ensure your personal property and business is secure day and night. Give their customer service friendly sales and technical team a call consisting of Brian Hatton, Steve McLean, and Charlie Powell. Call 334-794-0079. That's Harris Security Systems serving Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. 334-794-0079. Welcome back. We are ready for this third down and eight inside the op 15-yard line. H.A. knocking on the op door. Here is I looking to throw, looking to the end zone. Looking, looking, almost caught, but not quite, as it is fall incomplete in the back of the end zone. Yeah, he had him open. It was a nicely thrown ball. Only the receiver for H.A. could get to it. And just off his fingertips, as he misjudged it just a little bit. Charlie Knowles, the intended receiver, had a step on the defender. It would have had to have been perfectly dropped in there. It was just a little bit overthrown. That's going to set up a field goal here by Lizenby, and he certainly does uh, have this range. It'll be just about a 30-yarder. Only concern is the wet yep. turf. Yep. It's a little soggy here and uh, may have kept some fans away. If you're at home staying dry and listening, we appreciate you tuning in tonight. See if H.A. can get on the board here. It'll be a 30-yarder. Kind of near the left hash mark, and it's blocked. It's blocked, and it'll fall at the line of scrimmage as uh, an op bobcat ran in there and got a hand on it, and so the H.A. scoring threat is thwarted. Yeah, that's the worst thing that could happen is come away with no points after having the field position ahead. I think that was number four, Brady James, that blocked it. He shot in there like a rocket from the uh, left end. Well, it was a high snap, too, and it had to get it down, and uh, when that happened, it gave him a chance to get back there. Puts a little pressure on the H.A. defense now, Mark. Uh, they had uh, they had opt dead to ride. So the first drive had third and 30 and gave up a long, long uh, middle screen. So I uh, can't let this one get away from them here in the first quarter. No, they can't. They can't try to, to try to score with opt here tonight. They've got to stop them. First and 10 on the 15. Here is an end around, and it's going to go for some yardage, but uh, it stretched out pretty well by the H.A. defense as the uh, running back there was Peyton Ellis on the end around. He'll get a few yards. Simply flag on the play again, too. I tell you, every single flag, it appears, has taken place way over there on the right, and that's usually in the place where there's a hole. I think it is a hole, or it's going to be a chomp block one. Here comes, um, they're walking back is up again, and uh, this is going to be a chop block. You're exactly right. That'll be uh, from the 15, I think, half the distance, and it'll be first down again. Yeah, Op is doing everything they can do to keep they are. Academy in this game. So they have been major distance penalties too. It's not the not the cheap five yard stuff. And again, a chop block is when you engage with a with a defender from up high and down low uh, at the same time and within the 
basically within the tackle box. That's a no-no. That's going to bring it back to uh, about the eight. And it'll be first and about 17. With the long distance now, do you pull those linebackers back a little bit and play defense and not try to Looks like they are. Blitz them? Well, actually, the safeties, uh, the linebackers are still kind of hugging the line there. We'll see. Here's Smither looking. Quick pitch is caught. and will slant inside. They'll get to the, about the 20, so a good gain there on first and long. And as that, uh, that the receiver there was uh, Kurt Zorn, Jr., and that'll go for about 12 yards. Yeah, it's hard to defend that. It's just a quick hitter as Smither took the ball and directly threw it over the middle on the slant pass. Very manageable now, second and uh, maybe around five, four up as they erase that penalty. And yeah, you got to try to put some pressure, I think, on this play and get them in a third and long situation. I, I don't know that we've had two plays in a row without a penalty. We see if we can get one here. Here's Smither looking, throwing in the flats. It's caught by Ellis. Ellis to the 25. Ellis tries to turn the corner. He's rushed out about the 28, 29-yard line. That should be a first down for Op. Again, just a little pass out in the flat. He caught him in stride, able to turn the corner, pick up the first down. Smith are doing a good job because I don't know if these have been his first reads or not. I can't quite tell, but he's done a good job of uh, holding the ball, holding the ball and getting it out at just the right time. Well, you know, he started last year for him, so he's got some experience out there. First and 10 from the 29. 4.59 left in the first quarter. Op leads 6 to nothing. Spreading it out to Bobcat. Here's Smither. End around Ellis. Ellis got some room to 30, to 35, and he'll be brought down. Being at a game of about six yards, maybe seven, and it'll be uh, second and short. Yeah, the Academy's just got to uh, win first down. They're not doing a good job of getting them stopped. Jason Gilbert. 36 is the line of scrimmage here, second and about three yards. Uh, doing a good job of uh, mixing it up. Some place left really and right, running and running short clock. passes. They're yeah. actually running the clock. They really are. Here's Smithard again in the flat to Ellis. Ellis makes that first guy miss, 30-35. Makes another guy miss, 40. Tries to cut it back over the middle. He No whistle yet as he slithers past another tackler and finally brought down by a host of Raiders at the 42-yard line. It'll be another first down. Yeah, just another pitch and catch out there in the flat. We talked about speed, and there were a couple of guys that thought they had a beat on Ellis there. He made both of them miss, made that third guy miss. He went down on his hands and toes, but not his knees or elbows, and got another yard out of it. First and 10 from the 42 for Rob. Two wide to the left and two to the right. Smith is your quarterback. Drop straight back. Here's a quick rush. It's that middle screen again. Here is Ellis at the 50. Near a first down, maybe a half yard short, but again, it worked. That was a very aggressive rush there by AJ. Yeah. Perfect call for that defense yeah. as they were coming hard. Able to pick up that uh, middle screen once again. Picked up eight, nine yards on it. Ball into HA territory to be second short. You can do a lot on this play. Yeah, you can. You can take a shot at the end zone if you want to. Peyton Ellis is your running back near Smithard in the shotgun. Then two wide receivers left, two right. Somebody notices something at the last second on the H.A. sidelines, but here we go. It's a long pass down the middle. It's going to be caught and down at the 18-yard line. Very good pitch and catch there as we are trying to gather the number there. I think it may be Jackson Pierce. 
Got a and then flag. flag. Guess what? Let's see what it is. It's holding on the offense. They'll bring that one back as Op is uh, uh, not enjoying its own success here, making it a little bit more difficult than it needs to be. So erase that long gain inside the 20, and they'll bring it back and flag him for 10 from there. Yeah. Smith did a nice job of dropping that in there. He did. He put it right on his receiver and all for naught, though. We haven't been keeping up yet, but it's it's got to be at least 60 yards here, and we're, yeah. we're only nine minutes into this game. They, they've got as many penalty yards as they do offensive yards, probably. <laughs> Smith wants to change that on the next play or two. We'll see what they decide to do here. That brings the ball all the way back to the 39. So it's going to be second and about 13 for uh, – they. So far, it hadn't bothered them tonight. No, they've been able to overcome just about all of them. Here we go. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Smith, there's a little in uh, over the middle, and it's caught to the 50 to the 46-yard line. Goes Jackson Pierce over the middle. Good pitch and catch. It'll be a first down just like yeah. that for the Bobcats. It's almost unfair. you got a linebacker on yeah. him. He just can't keep up with him, and he just juked him out and picked up the first down. Yeah, and you, you need to try to get back there and harass Smith, but just as soon as you do, he'll throw that little screen over you, and it goes for ages. So, uh, uh, Ops really doing a good job keeping H.A. off that yeah, one right got, now. They've got H.A. on skates out there right now. First and 10 from the H.A. 46, 248, and counting here in the first quarter. Bobcats lead 6 to nothing. Here's Smither. Looks over the defense. Here they come. They're coming. It's a high snap, and it's a quick pass that goes incomplete uh, to uh, Robbie Gafford. Falls incomplete. That one was kind of a uh, timing was off on that from the beginning. Yeah. High snap. He had to bobble it, and before you know it, their H.A. was on him. I think he was coming all the way out here to this flat, and when that high snap came, you're right. It threw off the timing with the receiver, and all he had to do was just throw it in the ground over the close to him. Second and 10 from the H.A. 46. A lot of talented receivers. We've seen several catch the ball. We haven't seen any drops that I can remember yet from the Bobcats. And it's a little wet down there, so that's been impressive as well. And Smithers has been on target for the most part. He's going to let this one go long down the sidelines, but uh, the receiver cut his route off, and Smithers threw deep. Uh, yeah, I'm not, they weren't on the same page, read that, or it's, uh, the receiver got pushed off his route. Yep. Like Lane Ballard, I think, was the intended receiver, and it fell harmlessly, and that'll make it third and long from the 46. Big play here for A.J. Yeah, Smithers went to the sideline after that. Uh, I think he felt like something was not read correctly. But you're right, it is a big play. Big play for uh, Houston Academy here if they can get him off the field. This will still be a 6 to nothing game. Exactly. Here we go. Uh, they'll put three wide to the right and one to the left. They've had some success over the middle from this formation. That little in route has worked. It's beaten a, a, a blitz, but this time the Raiders don't blitz. Smithers going to run. Now he's going to throw. He's got a receiver open, but it's intercepted. Intercepted by H.A. What a great play by the safety. Yeah, Caden Mitchell, part-time uh, quarterback, and uh, what a great, great play. Broke on that ball. I thought the receiver was open. So did Smither. Mitchell came in there, picked it off. First down, H.A. at its own 20-yard line. Great play by Caden Mitchell. Did a great job of playing center field. Watched the quarterback die and just closed on it when he threw it. Big interception, big turnover. And Houston Academy's got to win the turnover battle here tonight. 
you know have a chance. Smith wants that back. He could have run for the first down, but again, yeah, I thought he had the receiver open. He thought he had the receiver open. Mitchell just made a great play breaking on and the ball. They're going to reward Mitch by letting him go in at quarterback. We'll see Caden Mitchell behind center. He'll we'll see if they stay behind center or go to the shotgun with Mitchell in here. They've been running out of the eye. It looks like they will here as well with Mitchell taking the snap directly under center. Now, let's see if they want to talk this over. All right. They'll take a timeout. We'll take a timeout with them. 217 left to go here in the first quarter. I believe six to nothing. We'll be back in 60 seconds with more right here on the ball. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Celebrating their 40th anniversary, Mark Dunning Industries has two words. Thank you. Thank you to their customers. Thank you to their valued employees. And thank you for your hometown support. Even after all these years, one call takes care of all that garbage. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. Welcome back. 217 left to go here in the first quarter. Op leads H.A. 6 to nothing. H.A. with the ball on a Caden Mitchell interception. First and 10 from the 19. Looks like we're about ready for play here as the ball has been whistled in. Mitchell under center from the eye. Going to be a well, it looks like, uh, looks like it was going to try to be an option, but Mitchell never really got off the line of scrimmage there. That'll go for no gain. Yeah, good penetration by Op on that play. He was never able to get it out. Brought down and lost on the play three yards. We, we were a little blocked, but it may have actually fallen out of his hands. Could have been well, a fumble, you're right. As uh, Fortunately for the Raiders, they retained possession, but loss of about uh, a couple of yards on that would be second and 12. The field is wet from some rain before the game. Indeed it is. So they'll flip the formation here, but still the eye. It's going to be a little pitch out, and uh, that is blown up early as well as, uh, let's see. J.T. Ackerman on the carry around right J.T. Ackerman's unable to get going there as that was snuffed out early yeah, as well. Too much penetration by off. Is they got back there in the backfield and uh, able to slow, slow him down, and the two others got back there to bring him down. Raiders going backwards on a couple of plays here, third and Oh, about uh, 16, maybe 15, 16 from the 14. We'll see what happens here if, if H.A. tries to bite off a big chunk here or plays it close to the vest. Here's Mitchell. It's going to be a handoff off tackle, and uh, that will go for a yard, maybe two, and Lizenby will come on and punt, and uh, nothing going on that drive. Yeah. Disappointing drive there, but there's not a whole lot they could do on that third down play. It was just too long. It was. Too deep in their own territory to risk a turnover down there. Some big guys there on the op, uh, op roster and a lot of guys on the they, op they've roster They've got a big well. roster. You're right. I think they've got 60-something players dressed out. Yep, they could they could fill, probably fill three teams if they really wanted to. And that's going to be the problem. They're going to wear Houston Academy down as they don't have near those numbers. 
Lisenby will take this punt from his own end zone. He'll be about the five when he actually kicks it, and he gets it off. It's a line drive. It's going to be caught on the first bounce at the 48, looking for some moves, and he'll be taken into H.A. territory at about the 42. So good pursuit there for H.A. as uh, Jabari Hill could not get going there, but good field position for the Bobcats. Couldn't cash it in last time. We'll see if they can. We've got another time. penalty flag on the play. Let's see what the uh, – maybe that should just be my default is to mention that <laughs> instead of the other way around. Let's see what we've got here. Got a good idea of which direction it may go in. Yeah, it's almost got to be a blocking penalty against Hop, you would think. I guess. I just didn't see any blockers prop on that one. I saw four AJ guys tackle one Hop guy. But they uh, they uh, do appear to be ready to to uh, march this one off uh, against the Bobcats, and they will. So it will not. This drive will not start in uh, HA territory. It appears. We'll get the signal here from the officials. Block, block in the back. back. Call the block in the back on return. Yeah, that was way away from the play. And uh, let's see where they'll finally. Uh, put this ball for off the start. It's going to be at the 46-yard line of the Bobcat. Again, it's up in Houston Academy here, all these penalties by off. Two wide to the right, two to the left. Here's Smither. And almost gets uh, yeah, they jump off of the head. So this drive will, after all, sneak back into H.A. territory at the 49. It'll be first and five now. We've had 15 yards of yardage on no clock running on two penalties. Those flags are going to be threadbare <laughs> yeah. by the time this is, this is all over. 7.1 seconds left here in the first quarter. This probably will be the last play of the quarter. Here's Smither. He drops straight back. Pressure. He's flushed to his right. Going to look to run. He'll be drugged down. Loss of a couple of yards there. Good pursuit by H.A., and that is how the first quarter will end. Good job by H.A. to snuff that one out. When we come back, Op will have second and long near midfield. Bobcats lead 6 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Of the second quarter here at Northcutt Field, Op leads HA six to nothing. Mark, you think uh, one play and HA's back in this That's one? Right. They could even lead it, but also one play and Op could really be in complete control. That's exactly right. It's, it's almost like Op's just waiting to bust out with a big play, but uh, as long as Houston Cagney stay in this game, this is going to be great for them. 
from the 48-yard line of H.A. Uh, of Ob, that second and eight. Little screen. Ellis, he's got a lot of room. The 45. The 40. The 37-yard line before he is taken down by the last level of the H.A. defense there. That place worked every time yeah, they I tried think that it. that place well, anytime yeah. they want it. Is they're coming so hard with that rush that uh, they're just sneaking that uh, running back out there for that middle screen. It's wide open. Yeah. They've been able to read it pretty well, knowing when it's coming, setting up that screen, and it's been working. First and 10 from the H.A. 38. Smithert ready. Two to the left, uh, one to the right. Here is Ellis on the end around. Cuts it up the middle. Uh, 35. He breaks tackle. 30. It's going to be a good game there on first down. It'll be second and short inside the H.A. 30. Yeah, he just did a good job of keeping his feet moving. The Houston Academy defense is now just on their heels. They're not sure exactly what's coming at them. You know, quarterbacks love those screen passes. You get the, get the yardage for the pass and just throw it about four or five yards. Ball resting on the 29 of H.A. It'll be second and very short, just about a yard. We'll see if uh, Smither goes up top here or they'll keep it with a high percentage play. Here's Smither dropping straight back. Looks to throw. He's being flushed now. He's going to throw it. It is overthrown. Had a receiver at about the 13-yard line, but it was just overthrown. It'll bring up third and short. Uh, good job by H.A. to get Smithered off his, off his legs there. That's right. They got him off his spot back there. He had to scramble out to his left. Had a receiver open coming back to him, but overthrew him. Third and short still. A lot of options still open for Ob. This is probably uh, uh, one where if you, even if you don't get it here, you go for it on fourth down, so we'll see what they draw up. Quick scoring update. It's two to nothing, Auburn over Dothan. at Rip Hughes, apparently two-run homer there in that first inning. Very interesting. Uh, that could be a lot of people. It could be Frank Thomas, Bo Jackson, who knows. Uh Handoff, and it may have gotten the first down, but I'm not sure. Good job, H.A. It went off tackle, and H.A. was ready yeah, for that. Good job of getting penetration and stopping it. Ellis was your running back, and I don't think he gained anything. I think it's fourth down. Well, he got a good spot. Uh, they respotted it and gave him a little bit more. Let's They're see. measure, it looks like. Yep. For the first time this season, the uh, sticks don't have to come yeah. all the way across the field. <laughs> We're used to the 53-yard mark for the for the flags. Uh, let's see. I don't think they are going to measure. It is a first down, and uh, they have started the play clock. And well, yeah, last week I think it's the first time I saw a yeah. timeout for the chain crew, <laughs> and they deserved it. Here we go. Uh, early in the second quarter, op driving. Ball's on the 28 of HA. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Here's some motion. Smithard takes the snap. Going to be a little quick pass in the, in the flats. And uh, getting to the corner for a gain of about uh, six or so is, uh, let's see, Lane Ballard. And that will go for about six to the 23. Yeah, well set up play as he threw it over the flat. He was coming back toward the quarterback, had two blockers out in front of him, and then he just took it outside to pick up the first down. I've had some success in the air over the middle early. It looks like H.A. has taken that away, and now they're throwing to the edges a little bit more. And Op is getting, uh, having some success with that. Yeah, Op's using the whole field offensively. Second and four. Here's Smither dropping straight back, rolling to his right, throwing. It's dropped first time there as uh, unable to make a connection there. It'll bring up third and about four. That was uh, Jackson Pierce was the receiver. Had him open, followed too much mustard on it as he threw it hard in there on about a, what, a seven-yard pass. So, uh 
ball wet coming in hard, it's hard to get hold of it. And it's also in Pierce didn't turn, but it's also easy to think my quarterback's about to run. That's I need right. to find somebody to block and may have cost him his concentration there at the last minute. Third and four from the 23-22. Here comes Smithard. Drops straight back. Here's a rush from H.A. Gets a little dump pass over to Ellis, and he's got a lot of room to run, and he will inside the 15, still on his feet. And as a matter of fact, he's going to get in. Uh, broke some tackles at the 10 and tried right into the end zone. What a great, great play by Smither to take that rush and to dump it over the rush and get it to Ellis for a 22-yard touchdown reception, and Op is now up two scores. Poor tackling, too, by Houston Academy. I don't know if it's because the defense is getting tired, but, uh, yeah, he uh, just threw it over the top over in that flat and took it all the way to the end zone. They'll go for two here since the extra point uh, was no good on the – First touchdown, Smither will take the snap, looks, throws a little slant. It is caught. It is caught for the two-point conversion. Great, great play there, and that will make it 14 to nothing. Ten minutes straight up left to go here in the second quarter. Op leads H.A. 14 to nothing. We'll be back with H.A.'s next possession in one minute right here on the ball. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank and Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank and Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank and Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Welcome back. Here's the ensuing kickoff for the Bobcats. It's taken in about the 13-yard line by Cameron Mitchell. He finds a little hole there. Gets it out to about the 30. That's where H.A. will start. Thus far, Mark. Oh, there's a late flag. There's a late flag. And I that, think there's a late hit. I think there was. Player. Yep. I think we may get better field position for the Raiders than the 30 here. Yeah, I think an out player hit Charlie Knowles late after the play. Any success thus far, uh, Mark, that H.A.'s had on offense has been the result of some op penalties. They've got to find right. something they can hang their hat on yeah, here. We'll they, get, they've really got to get a drive going here. Got to get some points on the board. And it looks like now they may be marketing the other direction. Nope. No personal foul. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the uh, judge there was facing the wrong direction there. Now he's marking it off 15 yards in H.A.'s favor. Remember, Op gets the ball to start the second half, so Houston Academy really needs some points on this drive. This is just the third offensive possession for H.A. They've had one with Sheldon Ott under center, one with Caden Mitchell under center. We've got Ott back here for this possession. they got some room to work here if they want to throw the ball up. Three wide outs, two to the left, one to the right. It's going to be a handoff up the middle, and it is on the on- – Handoff was almost taken by a Bobcat yeah, there. Was. That never had a chance 
It's going to lose about three yards, and it'll be second and long. Cole Jennings was in the backfield as quick as the running back was. It's tough going between the trenches thus far for the Raiders as there's some, well, I know at least uh, one mountain of a man and uh, Sean Dawson for op right there in the middle, and uh, it's going to take two, two and a half people to block him. Uh, that's for sure. And there's some other big boys as well. All right, here we go. Second and about 13 from the 42. It's going to be odd under pressure. He rolls to his right. Now he's in very deep trouble. He's going to go down. He's going to lose about 22 yards on that, all the way down to about the 20-yard line as he tried to go to the left, tried to go to his right, tried to outrun some guys. That's not odd. So strong no. point. He wanted to try to throw the ball away, but he was running to his right. He's left-handed. He couldn't get turned around and get his arm up and throw it. Just had to take the sack, and that's the worst thing he could have taken. It's going to be, um, it's going to be, it's going to be about third in David's catfish house yeah, uh, at least for a first down on this one. I think he just run a draw play and then punt it. Uh, the line of scrimmage is the 19. They need to get to the 45 for a first down, so uh, 26 yards here on this third down. They're just going to. Turn around and try a little. I don't know if that was a handoff or a draw, but hey, there looks like maybe a face, a face mask. mask yeah. yeah, I think he got a face mask back there. Because that was number eight. That was uh, Cole Jennings in there for op. That may, I, Mark, I'm not sure. I, that may result in an automatic first down. Let's if see. It's personal foul, I believe it does, doesn't it? They're going to mark it off and let's see what when it all shakes out as they're marking it off right now. It's just a five yarder. And so I don't believe it will. Yeah, it's not going to Now let's see. Now they're talking about it. Now there's a there's a little bit of a discussion going on about that. I, I don't think it is when you. Here's the face mask. They're pointing out. Now there's. Now they're saying third down. So uh, third and 23 now, um, or so. They're at the 23. They need to get to – no, I'm sorry. They need to get to the op 45. 45. Yeah. yeah. So it is third in David's Catfish House. Yeah, they got to get their own 45 just to get back within 10 yards. Yeah. 740 showing here on the second quarter clock. Op leads 815 now. We've got still that question. question about that. Op uh, does lead 14 to nothing, and they're going to make sure they've got it all straightened out before they snap the ball here is the uh, – Referee just had to get in position, and now he is. Sheldon Ott is under center. Game clock is moving. Play clock is moving. Here is Ott. Takes the snap. Turn around. He's going to hand it right off. Uh, and then some nice little moves there. He'll get out to about the 27. Of course, a uh, long way to go there. JT Ackerman is your running back. He'll get a few of those yards, make it a little bit better situation here, hopefully uh, be able to uh, – Save about seven, eight yards here as JT Lisenby gets out here to punt. They did a nice job of letting Op run themselves out of the play with mm -hmm. some of their outside guys, and he cut inside. Just couldn't quite get free. Let's see. For Op, I can't tell exactly if that's Gafford. That's 16. That's Yeah. Back there alone to field this punt at the 40. Ten men on the line of scrimmage for Op. Let's see if they come after it. They do, 
And it's a fumble snap, and Elizabeth's yeah. going to go down at the 15 uh, as he could not quite get a handle on that ball, Mark, and well, that will be an odd ball at the 15-yard line. I think he dropped it when he went to drop it. He was going to do that soccer-style kick yep. and hit it low, and when he did, it just got to the ground. Ten men came after it. A couple of people got through, and Elizabeth was never able to get that punt off. And they're going to put the ball at the 15-yard line of HA. And boy, does that really uh, put a lot of pressure on that HA defense right now? Yeah, this one's getting away from them quickly here. Here is uh, Smithard. Spread offense for Op has worked well when they've been able to uh, to run play successfully without penalizing themselves. Smithard rolls out to his left. Looks to throw. There's nothing there. He'll run it himself. He'll get a few yards and then run out of bounds. It'll be second and about probably four or five. Yeah, that's there for him all night long as those defenders are turning their back on him. He can run it whenever he wants to. Got out of bounds. 6.55 showing here. Smither will get the play from the op sidelines and gain to about the 12-yard line. H.A. needs a turnover here. In the worst way, we'll call it second and six. Two wide to the left, to the right. Peyton Ellis is near Smithard there. Smithard in the shotgun. Throws it out to Ellis in the flats. He's got some room. 15, 10, 5. He'll be run out about the 5, maybe the 4. Let's see. I think that's a first down. We'll see if it indeed is. I believe it is. It's not right at it. Again, nobody can get out there on him. The linebackers can't get to him. And he's just running wide open. They'll mark the ball in the five. Let's see if. Uh, just short. Maybe third down and a half yard. Yep. It will. They will need to get just inside the five, and the ball is on the five right now. And again, just taking advantage of that um, that HA defense really rushing in, trying to harass Smither. Just dumped it out to Ellis, and Ellis did the rest. Here's Smithard on third and short. He's going to try to quarterback draw, and he is just murdered at the 10-yard line. That play never had a chance, and that's a loss of five. They brought both the ends off of the inside over both edges and uh, able to get back there to him. He had nothing to do with the football. <laughs> Ops done a good job of, of uh, taking care of Smithard for the most part, but that's where Smithard looks looks at the, his line and goes, you, 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 and you forgot to block on that one. Uh, that's going to set up looks, looks like a field goal here. That's a lookout block where the, the <laughs> lineman just turns around and yells, look out. That brings it all the way back. Uh, they'll say that the line of scrimmage is the nine. Field goal kicker for Op is Jackson Pierce. They'll hold the ball at the 17. So this is a 27-yard field goal from the right hash, and there's a stoppage in play here. As Pierce says, thank you very much. As yes, if he missed it, he went ahead and kicked it far left. But now there's a timeout, and they may talk about this. This is a heat timeout? Well, there is 6.02 left, but I think the stoppage was uh, was on offside. Called the timeout. You know, it's one of those deals where you think you probably can put this game away if yeah. you get one in the end zone here. You really don't want to come away with no points after this. It just depends on how confident you have that Pierce can put this one through as opposed to, you know, converting on a fourth and four or whatever it may be. He had the distance. He just pulled he it did. way he to the right. It, hooked it a good bit. Excuse me, to the left. 14 to nothing is the score. We're halfway through the second quarter. Op leads lining up uh, before this timeout for a 27-yard field goal. We'll see if that's what they stick with. A little wet down here at Northcutt Field. It is homecoming for H.A., although... Uh, Obviously, some 
the rain keeping some folks away, maybe also the virus keeping some folks away as well. So if you're home listening to us, we certainly appreciate you tuning in to this game. And we'll see if um, the Raiders can hold off, off the scoreboard here. If they do, they're still in this. Uh, they they got to find something on offense for sure. Yeah. But they're still in it if they can find a way to minimize this for sure, Mark. You're exactly right. If they can keep them from scoring here and put some points on the board just before halftime, and cut that lead to 14 to seven, even 14 to three, gives them a little bit of hope. Certainly does. Now it appears they're going to change their mind here and go for it on a fourth and four. The line of scrimmage is the nine, and they've got to get just inside the five for a first down. Two wide to the right, one to the left. Ellis next to Smithard here. Watch out for that middle screen, boys. Uh, tried to drive H.A. Off, off the line of scrimmage there. Couldn't quite do it. Now we'll see if they still run a play or they'll wait and call timeout again. Nope, they're going to run it. Here's Smithard. Here's that over the middle, and it is intercepted. 15-yard line. Good play there by Austin Carpenter is the uh, – is the uh, linebacker there and Smith threw it behind his intended receiver right into Carpenter's hands bobbled a little bit and then brought it in second interception of the night for the Raiders and we said the Raiders could stay in it if they kept off off the scoreboard here and they just did that well they put pressure on Smithard he had to throw it when he didn't want to he threw it behind the receiver nice interception by Carpenter and you're exactly right gives a new life offensively first time we've seen Smithard really off target tonight he's, he's done a great job of, uh, of throwing the ball for the most part, although he has, three, he has those two picks. First and 10 from the 14, Caden Mitchell back at quarterback now. This is his second opportunity from the eye. He's going to drop back, look to throw, out the flash to Carpenter. Carpenter will be hauled down for a probably no game there as he just couldn't get going. Yeah, now they had two receivers, I mean, excuse me, two defenders out there for hop. Short game on the play. Line of scrimmage will be the 15. We'll give him a yard on that. The second and nine from the 15. 5:33 and counting here in the second quarter. Op leads 14 to nothing. Sometimes though, you just let a young quarterback throw one that you know you're going to complete out there in the in the flat to get him going. And we do know that uh, he has the ability to, to uh, sling that ball down the field. We have seen it already. Don't know if you want to take that chance here inside your own 20. Just a couple of scores down here. It's going to be a pitch out. Not much room there at all. If that is can't tell if that is uh, Knowles or Carpenter. Yeah, not no hole at all there when he got that pitch as he tried to come off his uh, left side of the line. So that'll lose a yard. So we're back to third and ten here, and it's just been tough going offensively for the Raiders tonight. And usually the offensive line's a strength for uh, Houston Academy, but. Uh, Ops been able to get penetration pretty much all night long. Yeah, they have. They've controlled the, the line of scrimmage really for a good portion on both sides. And when they haven't been, they've been able to take advantage of an aggressive H.A. defense. But you take 14 points in, in one yeah. half of your H.A. if it can stay that way. Here's Mitchell dropping back. He's flushed. He rolls to his left. He throws. It is almost intercepted, knocked down by Brady Lester for Ops. That will... Uh, force a fourth and ten, and here comes Lisenby to punt. And again, he'll be punting when he lets this one go from almost his own end zone. Yeah, I'm not sure you don't just let him do a straight punt here, not try to do that uh, rolling out rugby type punt. Yeah, exactly. You can find a way to angle it away from Stoudemire, and if you can, just need to get it off a little quicker. And again, ten men on the line of scrimmage for Op looking to harass Lisenby here as they were able to on the last punt attempt. 
Here we go. Here's Lisenby. The snap is good. The kick is off, but it's going to go right to Stoudemire at the 45. Line drive at the 40, and he'll take it inside the 35 to about the 32-yard line. Opp will get it with 419 left. Plenty of time for Opp, that's for sure. Another flag on the field, too. Well, uh, when I say the line of scrimmage is 32, I mean the 47. (laughs) I think we're just going to go ahead and subtract 15 off the top of my head. We'll see what happens here. That'd be better off just fair catching and not even trying to run. (laughs) Personal foul. Uh, I think that is hitting a defensive player. I'm not quite sure. Uh, So I didn't see it, but that's what the signal was, and that will bring the ball back. Let's see, they're still marking it off. And so the 47-yard line instead of the 32 for off is where the Bobcats will begin. They've been nope, the worst oh, enemy. I thought there was another flag there, but it was just somebody tossing the official, the one that he had thrown previously. Now we're ready. First and 10 for the Bobcats. 419 showing here on the second quarter clock. Peyton Ellis next to Hal Smithert in the backfield. Smithert drops straight back, looks to throw. Now he's flushed to his left. He'll look to run. He will. The 45-44 knocked out. There's a flag. That's going to be a late hit on the Raiders. So that 15 that Opp gave up on the punt return, they're going to get it back. Yeah, right, right back. I think it's Sheldon Ott over there. Hit him late. And it was uh, – Really, that's about the only couple of penalties we've seen H.A. have. Right. They've hit the quarterback just a tad out of bounds on a couple of occasions, and uh, now we're going to be back where we started from on this drive. Well, 30-yard line is where we'll be, first and 10 for the Bobcats. Again, H.A. with their backs to the wall defensively. They have been uh, really stressed the defensively denied. Uh, Op has been deep inside HA territory, I think, on every possession. Cade Mitchell came up with an interception. Austin Carpenter came up with an interception. We'll see what happens here. As Smithert looks at the defense, drops back, throws over the middle, knocked down to the line of scrimmage, and there's a flag. Of course there is. We'll see what happens. Just on general principle alone. Uh, we'll see what happens here. It is a hold on op. Uh, so we're going to wear out a little path here between the 45 and the 30 uh, going back and forth here. They'll mark the ball at the 40. It'll be first and 20 for the Bobcats. And this is the fourth game of the season. You shouldn't have those kind of penalties this deep into the season. All right, ball whistled into play. First and 20 from the HA40. Here's Smithert. Drops straight back. A big rush. Here's that middle screen to Ellis, the 35, the 30, the 25, and Ellis goes out of bounds, gets a big chunk of that back on first down. It'll be second and short. When in doubt, run the middle screen. To our knowledge, no flag on that play. I repeat, no flag. On that play. Well, I think the official's arm is so sore, he doesn't want to throw it again. Sometimes <laughs> you got to go to the bullpen. <laughs> you do. <laughs> Ball, now we got a, uh, a timeout. HA's going to call a timeout. 3.58 left to go here in the second quarter. Off is driving up 14 to nothing. We'll take a one minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. 
Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Seconds away from halftime here at North Coast Field. Off leads Houston Academy 14 to nothing, driving with the ball in the 25 yard line. Second and about five for the Bobcats. 11 penalties on the Bobcats in the first half mark for 123 yards. That's just amazing. You only thought Flag Day was on June the 14th. Yeah. Second and five from the 25. Here's Smither. Those behind the intended receiver had receiver open on a little in route that went behind Lane Ballard. It couldn't make the connection there. It'll be third and five. Yeah, had him wide open, as you said, as he was coming on that slant pattern. Just threw behind him. That's a couple of times now he's thrown behind his receiver. It is. A little bit of a – I think Smither would tell you I, I didn't really throw that. I just kind of pushed it out in that yeah. direction. We finally got it. Yeah, he hasn't done that much uh, tonight, but he did that time. Rewind to the right, one to the left on this third down play. Here's Smither, drops back, little quick out pass. It's caught, and that'll be an easy first down there as the ball goes to around the 15-yard line, be a first down prop. Yeah, give him a lot of cushion out there on that far sideline as uh, just went down and turned around on a little butt hook, put the ball right on him. Howard basically just ran seven, eight yards, and then stopped, turned around, there was the ball. First and 10 from about the 14, 349 on the game clock here in the second quarter. Stopped when Ballard went out of bounds, so it'll start with the snap. Smithert, quick pass out to Ellis. Ellis drops it. There, It's an incomplete pass. He picked it right back up. He thought maybe it was backwards, but it wasn't. It was forward. So Ellis looking to run before he hauled that exactly. one. He looked up. His head went up before he got, brought the ball in and incomplete pass. I mean, the off coaching staff's got to be frustrated with this first half as well with Indeed. all the penalties and only 14 points on the board. It is uh, second down here. We can pause 10 seconds to allow uh, station identification here on the ball. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-261-A-T, W-296-D-Q, Dothan. In southeast Alabama, we know the Wiregrass way. Here is Ellis, and he goes all the way into the end zone on a little dump-off pass. It's a touchdown, touchdown off there on second and 10 from the 14-yard line. Peyton Ellis with his second touchdown reception. Beat H.A. to the corner there, Mark, on that little dump-off pass. Yeah, just pure speed. They let the rush come, and then he dumped it off into the flat. And you're right, he just raced them to the corner of the end zone and got there. That's certainly uh, obviously something H.A. wanted to try to avoid was to go down three scores here in the first half. 
without really having anything to show offensively here with any any chance or hope of trying to get something going with just three and a half minutes left here in the second quarter. Now they'll try to kick an extra point. Pierce will be your kicker. High snap, but it's brought down, and the kick is good. So 3.32 left to go here in the first half. Op now up three scores, 21 to nothing. We'll be back in one minute right after this. Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances budget tracking sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both All In Credit Union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. For our members, drive through windows, mobile app, wiregrass.coop. For our employees, staggered arrival times, working remotely, social distancing. For our families, clean offices, clean kiosks, bill assistance. During our current challenges, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative wants its members, its employees, and their families to know WEC is helping in many ways. We are here and we are answering the call because just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. 21 to nothing off lead. Academy 332 left to go here in the second quarter. H.A. really needs to find something offensively if they're going to get into this game. Here's kickoff taken about the 16-yard line. The wedge, he'll get out to about the 28, and that's where the Raiders will begin. Barring no flags, and I see none. J.T. Ackerman on the return. Let's see. We've been splitting time at quarterback for H.A. between uh, Sheldon Ott and Caden Mitchell. Looks like Mitchell. We'll get Mitchell here on this possession, trying to make something happen here right before the half. Yeah, need a big play here, break something, get some points before the half. At the same time, you don't want to give it back up really quickly. They'll keep it in the eye. Mitchell under center. He is going to drop back. He does have time. He does let it go down the middle to Cameron Mitchell, overthrown as he uh, showed a pretty lively arm there. But uh, over everyone's head, being defended there by Lane Ballard as well, it would have had to have been on target. And we do have a flag. flag on the play, yeah. But you're right. He overthrew everybody on that one. This one may be holding. Let's see. No. It is. Uh, it is holding. It, it is. It's they declined. It, yeah. They're trying to get the ball back. They think they can stop uh, HL in the next couple of plays and get the ball back, and uh, they'll save a play here. Second, Smart strategy. Yeah, second and ten. Uh, they've been able to hold HA uh, throughout the game from uh, doing much of anything on offense, and we'll see if that uh, strategy works here as it's going to be a handoff to that Ackerman. Ackerman tries to get to the corner, can't quite. He'll gain a yard. That's it. Uh, as Op showed really good lateral speed there to run Ackerman down, gain of about one. It's going to be a timeout off. Yeah, Op's going to call a timeout, try to save some of that clock. 14 to nothing. Geneva leads Dale County at the half, and we'll have some more scores coming up at the half. Eight to six, Auburn over Dothan at Ripuse Stadium. Providence down 19 to nothing to Slocum at Providence. They had a pick six in that game. About that, yeah. I thought uh, that might be an interesting one. Uh, 
well, several games actually in the Wiregrass tonight worthy of a, of a look. And you, ha- you hate to say this early in the season that something can must win, but Dothan really needs to find a way to get past yeah, all really tonight. Enterprise all over Davidson, 38 to nothing. Wow. Impressive. 3.05 left to go here in the second quarter as H.A. faces a third and nine from the 29. Op wants some time to punch this one in before the half. If they hold H.A. on this third down here, they'll have probably plenty of time to do it. You want to pick up the first down, but you don't want to do anything dangerous that's going to turn the ball over. It's been an impressive offensive performance. Uh, at least when when the flags weren't flying for off, they've had to overcome 120-something yards and penalties in this half and still been able to punch three in, but despite throwing two interceptions as well. Might be a good time to try to run a quarterback sweep with Mitchell. Yeah. Mitchell under center from the eye again, third and nine. He looks throw. He does. Good little punch out there to the 40, to the 44, 45-yard line. Nice catch and spin move. Good job there. Jim Daughtry with a catch. Jim Daughtry, yeah. Great play there. That'll be a first down. That That was a tough catch. Indeed it was. It was just kind of almost a little shovel pass there by uh, Mitchell, who was flushed out of the pocket, saw Daughtry there, got to it. Daughtry showed some good hands and some good speed. Getting it out there to the 45 keeps this drive alive. And you said, of course he caught it with his hands, but he didn't let it get to his body. He caught it out of away from his body in his hands. Here is Mitchell under center. Going to be a handoff. It's a counterplay. It's not going to go very far, but a good job, good hard running there to get the ball back to the line of scrimmage, maybe gain a yard there by Ackerman. It looks like one of the uh, linemen for Houston Academy is getting knocked back every time, and it's throwing the, the play off just a little bit. And I, I would imagine he's hit up number 74 over there for uh, for uh, Sean Dawson. He's a big young he man. He's a big human being. Second and nine from the 46, 209, 208 and counting here in the first half. Here is Mitchell under center. He'll fake the handoff. He's going to get flushed. He's going to run. He's got some room. Gets out of bounds at midfield. Not not bad making something out of nothing there. As Caden Mitchell, it'll be a gain of about four. That's the extra dimension he gives you that Sheldon Ott doesn't have that kind of speed. They will mark the ball at the op 49, so it'll be third and about four. Very manageable. And that's sometimes a little bit of Mitchell's playmaking ability with the speed that he has to – to get something out of nothing, you got pressure pretty early there. Third and four. And he's just a freshman. I mean, handoff up the middle. It's going to go four yard, maybe to the 48, and they'll bring up an interesting decision with yeah. a minute 47 and counting here. Fourth and about three from the top 48. What do you do? I think it's too much time left on the clock. You've got to punt them back. I don't, I don't think you want to risk giving the ball up here. I don't, I don't think so either. It's, Lance, it's a good four yards. Four and a half yards. Looks like they're keeping the offense out there right now. See if they'll take the clock down and call down. Maybe trying just to draw them off sides. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Mitchell under center. Here's motion. It's going to be a play. It's going to be Mitchell getting outside. He, he looks to throw. He looks to throw way downfield, and it is going to be incomplete. Is there any? Nope. 
Uh, it was a little bit underthrown, and I thought for a minute there that Mitchell might have been able to run that. Well, I think he had a better shot at getting about running the ball. Yeah. The receiver was not really open unless he was going to throw it short like he did and hope he came back for it. So that will turn the ball over, Mark, with a minute and five seconds left in this first half. Up with a three-score lead, 21 to nothing. They just have to go 51 yards for for a score here. They have the explosive ability to do it, uh, and if they do, you know, you, the Bobcats go in, you know, breathing easy. They go in, yeah, you're up four scores, and you get the ball to start the second half. Let's see what Smither tries to do here in the last minute. Rolls to his right, looks to throw, does, caught, out of bounds at the 40, gain of about 10. Good pitch and catch there with Kurt Zorn, Jr., and it should be a first down, Bobcat. Yeah, Zorn just went about 12 yards down the field and turned around. Little button hook right there on the sideline. 11 yards in nine seconds. Uh, I'll be in, in business if they can do that right on down the field. They're rolling Smithard out a little more now, trying to get him away from that rush. Not the same formation. Here is Smithard on first and 10 from the HA 40. Straight back, looks throws deep out it's caught and out of bounds another first down that'll go for 12 or 13 yeah beautifully thrown ball he had two receivers open he had that one on that uh kind of middle out throw out there to number about 18 robbie yep. Gafford. and then he also had uh peyton ellis on the safety valve path not a ton of high school quarterback can really make that throw it no. was it was you know, not exactly on a zip line, but it was certainly strong enough to make that play. Well, he did a very good job. Excellent on that play. First and 10 from the 29. Here's Smither. Dumps it off to Ellis. The 35, the 30, the 25, the 20. He'll try to go forward from there, but that's as far as he'll get. 44 seconds and counting. Now the clock stops to move the chains at the 21-yard line. Smither won't be lined up so he can spike it. They got those chains moved quickly. Play clock now. Back moving, 36-35. Here's Smithert. Looks, looks, throws, and out of bounds. That'll stop the clock with 31 seconds left. Second and 10 from the 21. Got a decision here. You got to try to pick up the first down, I would think. But do you want to risk running the ball and running too much clock? Indeed. 31.9 seconds showing. Op is up 21 to nothing here. Late second quarter, facing a third and about two from the 21-yard line of H.A. Two wide to the left, two to the right. Smither drops back, looks for Ellis. No, he's going to throw it over the middle. It's caught. Gafford's going to get that first down inside the 10-yard line. It looks like it'll be first and goal with about 24 seconds left. Hurry up offense yeah. for up. They'll move the chains, and it'll be first and goal from the nine. Play clock getting ready, and they'll stop the clock with 23.9 seconds left, just spiking the ball. So basically they've got three plays here to get it in from the nine, 23.9 seconds. Yeah, they did a good job of getting lined up. So when that ball was put in play, they were ready to spike it. But you're right, he's got three throws to the end zone if he wants them. Smither runs to the sidelines to get this play. Uh, the uh, not set the play, play clock yet. hasn't started yet, so they've got plenty of time. And now the official gets back in position. They'll start the play clock, but uh, Op is ready. They don't need it. Here goes Smithard, straight back, looks, throws in the corner, deep corner, way over everybody. 
Uh, may have been a misread there. There were two op receivers in the same vicinity there. I'm not sure if they ran together down there or not, but he had two, you're right, together down there, and nobody really out where he was throwing in the corner. 19 seconds left, third and goal from the nine. No panic here by office. They know they got plenty of time. It will be interesting to see if they don't get it, if they try to kick a field goal again or if they try to get this in two plays. Three wide to the right, one to the left. Ellis to Smither to right. Now here's motion to the left from Gafford. And Smither will roll to his right. Now look back to his left. He's got a receiver open. And it is going to be, let's see, he's right at the pylon. Touchdown. Touchdown off. Well-designed play. That's Cole Jennings. There's a flag down. Let's see if there's an illegal man downfield or a hold or what. Let's see. He, he rolled out. Hold it's him. a hold. He rolled out here to his right, and he had three receivers back to the left and had his pick of any three. So take that score off the board. That will certainly push up above the 130-yard uh, mark in penalties as they'll 10 from the spot of the foul there, and that'll push up way back. 10.9 seconds showing on the second quarter clock. Probably takes him out of field goal range, too. Indeed. The line of scrimmage is now the 23-yard line. So a uh, couple of plays to chunk it up there. Let's see what Op chooses to do here. They don't have any timeouts left. They can't do anything over the middle of the field. Smither rolls to his right. He's going to run it. He's going to run it in the middle of the field, 15-yard line, four seconds, three seconds, two seconds. going to do it. And that's how the quarter and the half will end. So, uh, H.A. holds up out in that final minute, trying to stay within shouting distance of the Bobcats, uh, but a very impressive offensive performance for the Bobcats when the flags weren't, weren't flying. Uh, for sure, H.A.'s got to find something on offense as they go to the locker room. We're at halftime. The Bobcats lead the Raiders 21 to nothing. We will take a three-minute break, come back, talk about it right here on The Paul. Pug and Molly's Restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Hug and Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook. Facebook or go to HugginMollies.com to find out their new menu items. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2020, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to Alabama, Florida, and Georgia for almost 30 years. Harris Security is a locally owned security company dedicated to developing secure solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residents, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit them at harrissecurity.com to assist you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. They're locally owned and family operated, but they're also a major player in the national solid waste and recycling industry. A lot of people over the past 40 years have realized one call takes care of all that garbage. MarkDunning.com on Facebook and Insta. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. 
Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Nice. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Miss Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank & Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank & Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank & Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the North Cut Field. We are at halftime. The Op Bobcats lead Houston Academy 21 to nothing. Homecoming here at Houston Academy. The court is being announced as we speak, and a lot of, uh, of happy uh, students and moms and dads as well here tonight, for sure, as uh, the court is being announced. Here's the scoring recap from the first half. 7.54 left in the first quarter. Cole Jennings on a direct snapshot of the Wildcat formation goes in for op. Uh, six to nothing, 7.54 in the first quarter. Then Peyton Ellis from his running back position caught a little uh, pass in the flats from Hal Smith. He goes 22 yards for a touchdown. Ten minutes left in the second quarter. It's 14 to nothing, op. And then later in the second, 3.32 left, Ellis does pretty much the same thing. Scores from... 14 yards out on reception from Smithers. That makes it 21 to nothing. H.A. and Fortune just really haven't been able to get anything going on offense, Mark, and I don't know what yeah. what I saw there in the first half that would make me think they could find something. No, they're just not. You're right. They're getting they're allowing penetration from op, and they can't get anything going either in the air or on the ground. And even though it's just 21 to nothing, it just seems like, you know, that's a huge lead that has been dominated by op in that first half. It hasn't been for the penalties. It would have been probably a lot worse than that. But uh, Houston Academy just got to come back out in the second half and just, you know, run their offense and try to execute and see if they can't get something going. Uh, you never know. But uh, you're right. The, the first half, they've just been like they're stuck in mud out there in the, on the wet grass. Houston Academy did get good uh, defensive plays from Caden Mitchell and Austin Carpenter in the first half. They both thwarted op drives with interceptions, both pretty deep in um, – in H.A. territory, so that did stand out for the Raiders, but uh, you're right. Uh, thus far, it uh, kind of kind of a, a horse that likes to run on, on dry land, and it's a little right. little you know wet out there, and they just can't find their footing offensively. Op will get the ball to start the second half as well. Right. You just, you've got to, if you're the defense for Houston Academy, you just got to try to stop them and keep them from uh, scoring again and see what you can do offensively, but uh, you know, they're getting tired. There's not a lot of numbers on that bench for Houston Academy. And I think Op comes in with 60-plus players just out. And it's just, you know, it's hard, Lance, when you're having to play as much defense as they're playing out there. 
is I, th- I think it takes more out of you to play defense than offense, and uh, it's just uh, it's just a struggle right now for him. We've seen uh, Cade Mitchell and Sheldon Ott, a quarterback, we've seen them take uh, snaps under center tonight, the basic uh, eye formation, uh, looking to try to get some, some pops uh, off tackle here and there, maybe catch an aggressive op uh, defense coming up. And, uh, you know, a time or two mark, uh, maybe they were one tackler away from being able to get yeah. some gains there. Uh, nothing able to really hang your hat on thus far, though. No, there's not, and the, the line's not done a very good job of getting holes opened up, and uh, that's usually their strong suit. They do a good job as a unit of uh, playing together, but just haven't been in sync tonight or don't seem to be, and it's just been hard sledding going out there. When you can't run the football, you can't throw it because the play action doesn't work, and, uh, you know, Op has done a good job of penetrating and stopping the plays. Conversely, you know, Houston Academy has been pinning their ears back and coming with everything they've got, and Op's made them pay with that middle screen and some plays out in the flat. Middle screen, uh, exactly, to uh, Peyton Ellis. And and as we mentioned, the two scorers were throws out in the flat to Ellis. Those have been the most successful plays for Op. Taking advantage of a a very aggressive H.A. defense has caught uh, H.A. several times in the game. And Op has overcome 130-something yards and penalties in the first half uh, as well. Who knows uh, what, um, what it may have been. Otherwise, so it's just a little bit of an uneven first half. Uh, and I think if uh, if you're Coach Riggs, you go in the locker room, and obviously you're talking about trying to find something on offense, but you're you're saying, look, you know, uh, I play here and there, a funny bounce. We get back in it. We get some momentum. They are not playing very clean, and that's something that if we could get a bounce in our favor that we could take advantage of. Absolutely. If you can get a turnover here, a pick six or something, they can uh, really get the momentum of swing going back your way. Uh, you never know. But, uh, again, it's uh, the problem has been that they can't put points on the board. And, you know, if you're not going to score, it's going to be hard to get back in it. Indeed. More entertainment here at halftime from uh, Houston Academy. Some of the band taking the field. We will uh, take a break right now. When we come back, we'll give you some scores from other games going on in the Wiregrass. That will be after this three-minute break right here on the ball. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions, from a security officer for your business to integration for your home. We have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped-up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793 
Benson Plumbing and Electric. The thump of the bat, the squeak of sneakers, the clash of pads. These are the sounds of local athletic programs at work. But it's more than that. These are also the sounds of leadership development, teamwork, and rewarding experiences for tomorrow's leaders. At Wiregrass Electric Cooperative, just being a power provider isn't enough. We also support the programs that help shape the communities of tomorrow. Just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances budget tracking sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both All In Credit Union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. Federally insured by NCUA. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-261-A-T, W-296-D-Q, Dothan. Welcome back to Northcutt Field, the H.A. Band on the field. Entertaining the home crowd with some music from uh, James Bond movies, Live and Let Die right now. So good performance by Houston Academy and... Uh, always good to see the bands out here. We know not all the bands are getting to play all the time, but it's good that uh, the ones that can get to get out there and do what they've really uh, worked a lot. <laughs> I was say, they put a lot of hours yeah. into that, so you're right. It's, it's good to see them out there and able to play tonight. You betcha. Keeping an eye on some other games in the Wiregrass for you, Mark. I know we have some scores. Yeah, Auburn up on top of Dothan, 15-6 to at uh, Refuge Stadium. That's at the halftime. And, uh, you know, Dothan's staying pretty close in that game. Because yep. Auburn, I think, would have come in as a, a prohibitive favorite in that one after seeing last week's game between Dothan and Enterprise. Slocum over Providence. We had a uh, false score a while ago. I thought it was 19 to nothing. It's 16 to nothing. Slocum over Providence at the half. That's over at Providence. Geneva over Dale County. A little bit of a surprise. 14 to nothing as uh, Hop really took uh, Geneva to the woodshed mm-hmm. in the first week of the season. And Dale County has had a, a pretty good. Uh, team so far this year, so that's a little bit surprising. New Brockton over Daleville 35-8, to that's at the half. Pike County 18, Daveville 7, I think that's Pike County's first actual game first on action. the field. Typical Pike County, though, just line yeah, it up and show play. it up and that's take right. care of business. Enterprise over Davidson 38 to nothing in the second quarter. No score reported between G.W. Long and Houston County, but G.W. Long's a pretty favorite in that game as well. No score between Pleasant Home and Sampson uh, is being reported now. Let's see. Uh, Geneva County, uh, we talked about this at the beginning, leads Ayrton 28-13 to at the half. The last score we had there. There was apparently a brief power outage in the game between Addyville and Cottonwood. Uh, play back underway at, uh, near the half there. Addyville leads Cottonwood 27 to nothing. Over in Georgia, Early County leads... Pelham seven to nothing. That's uh, pretty early on in in that game. So uh, we're keeping an eye on a handful of games here. Uh, we're just getting a report um, in the uh, let's see the Geneva Dale County game. I think there's been a stoppage there with a with a pretty serious injury. It looks like they've had to come out and and um, bring the ambulance onto the field here in the Geneva Dale County game. We don't know. 
which team suffered the injury there, but they did have to stop the game for that. We'll try to keep an eye on that for you. You always hate that. You do. You do. You never want to see that. Uh, the handful of games elsewhere going on in the Wiregrass, too. Uh, let's see. Uh, Carroll and Rehoboth, 14-14. Last score we heard there. Uh, Strong leads Ashford 7 to nothing. Elba all over Zion Chapel, 38 to nothing. And I think those are the scores that we have for you right now. And we, we mentioned also earlier, Mark, that uh, not exactly a must-win mathematically, but just about a must-win for Dothan trying to find yeah. a way to get back in that Auburn game. That's a, that's a tough region to play in anyway, and so you've, you've got to win the home games and uh, try to get a couple on the road, but uh, you're right. They've, they've got to win tonight to stay in. It's really interesting to, to see that Carroll and Rehoboth score. 14-14 is the last score we had there, and that was going to be a difficult game to handicap. Carroll had played some tough competition thus far this season. Rehoboth hung with Andalusia for a good part of that game last week. Of course, it has a couple of other wins under its belt, and so that one was going to be a difficult one to handicap and it looks like it's been a very evenly played it's game back and forth you're right both those teams seem to be, seem to be evenly matched they do and uh that again uh that's for uh, a big big leg up in, in playoff hopes there for the one that comes away the winner there so if we have any other scores we'll be happy to pass those along to you we're at halftime here at north cut field op leads 21 to nothing a little bit of a wet field out there tonight, but uh, they were able to get uh, homecoming activities uh, to uh, at, at the half with the announcement of court and the queen, and we saw the uh, Houston Academy band perform as well. No op band here, as a, a lot of um, traveling bands are not making the trips now, for sure. So we'll be underway soon here in third quarter action, but we'll go ahead and take a three-minute break, come back with more right here on the ball. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. Okay, I'm out. Help. Nice doggy. Nice. Ow, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank & Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank & Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank & Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. 
Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Here to Northcutt Field. Still at halftime, Op leads 21 to nothing over Houston Academy. Wish we were talking about uh, some SEC football tomorrow, Mark, but we do get some Power Five football with uh, the Big Big 12 has some games, the ACC has some games, and hopefully soon we'll get some SEC football. Yeah, I guess we're about a week or so away from that. Uh, you know, with the big game being Wake Forest and Clemson tomorrow, you, you're really struggling a little bit. Indeed. A Florida State and Georgia Tech tomorrow. Um, that's at noon. I think we've got uh, Clemson and Wake Forest. But uh, other than that, there's not really a lot to hang your hat on. Yeah, and we've already had our first casualty of the year. Is uh, I think Southern Miss is now looking for a coach after that uh, <laughs> performance against South Alabama. It was and decided to leave, I guess, or they asked him to leave or something? It was uh, pretty awful for sure, and uh, I didn't. I thought we would see the coaches get more leeway this season and not less, but one one game in, we saw that, and maybe that's an anomaly. Maybe that's not exactly how it's going to work for, for most of the teams. Well, he's been there for several years, and they yeah. just haven't been able to turn the corner. I am uh, interested in seeing kind of what uh, Mike Norvell's team will look like. Florida, Florida State, State tomorrow, they Probably couldn't have asked for a better opponent to open up the season with than Georgia Tech. They're a 12, 13 point favorite over Georgia Tech. And, um, you know, I think the mistake we've probably made with the Willie Taggart era and maybe uh, maybe trying to expect too much too soon. So I'm, I'm right. thinking that patience is going to be the key word for Florida State. But I would like to see how they start and then whether there's some incremental improvement as the season goes along. You're exactly right. And, you know, the big key so far this season has been that uh, there's not been really good tackling on defense as the games I've seen, so uh, you worry about that coming into a game where you hadn't had a lot of uh, hitting going on and had a kind of a, a split-up uh, fall camp, and so you're, you're interested to see how quickly they get back into that uh, hitting mode and uh, uh, watch the BYU-Navy game, I guess it was, Monday night, and uh, there was not, not a lot of tackling there in that game. Well, I was going to mention that, and that was a team that just flat chose not to hit during practice leading up to that game, and you don't typically see a performance from Navy like you saw against BYU. Certainly BYU uh, is capable, but we would expect a close game from that. Uh, Navy's coach changed his tune really quickly. They have announced they're going to have full contact practices from here on out. But it's Well, you almost have to. Yeah. I mean, you can't not tackle and not – hit and then go into a game and think you're going to be able to to just pick it right up. Especially when you run the triple option right. like um, like Navy does, and there's so much contact on every play. So I guess it's just going to be a quirky year. 
and it's I want to get excited, but you know, there's this thing in the back of my mind that we could wake up in the morning and find the two games have been postponed or That's three right. or you know, may, hopefully we want, but we can expect that to be a possibility every week this season. Yeah, I think Troy's already had to delay mm-hmm. one of their games, pushed it back to December that they were supposed to play this last weekend mm-hmm. against Louisiana Lafayette. So yeah, you, you're you never know when you wake up if you're gonna play or not. And uh, Troy will get underway a week from Saturday, hopefully, against Middle Tennessee. And, again, one of the weird things about 2020, that'll be the first of two games against Middle Tennessee. They'll go up to Murfreesboro for this first one. And then later on in the season, uh, Middle will come to Troy. Uh, You know, uh, I think um, we've seen, you know, between 15 and 20% capacity in stadiums thus far this season. Uh, Memphis had six, seven thousand in the stands there for the, for its game last week. And you know when Memphis scored, you could you, you could can hear, hear a crowd. Right. You know the Kansas City Chiefs game last night, uh, sixteen, seventeen thousand in there, something like that, and that sounded, you know, like a nice, decent crowd. And I was wondering, kind of what the atmosphere was going to be like. Uh, so hopefully you can get enough fans in the stands to make it uh, enjoyable and a good atmosphere. Well, and I think Georgia has said they're going to allow tailgating if you're a ticket holder, customer. So, uh, you know, trying to get back as normal as you can. But you're right. Uh, What you don't want is just, uh, and and you had that in the Navy-BYU game with no fans in the stands. Mm -hmm. It's just, uh, it just doesn't seem right to do that. So, uh, but, uh, yeah, I think if you get get 15,000, 20,000 fans in the stands, that they can make some noise. Indeed. And, of course, the biggest soap opera in college football has been the Big Ten mark, and I, I don't know what they're going to wind up doing because it appears they're being tugged in about four different directions right, right now, north, south, east, and west. They can't get on the same page about anything. Uh, there's an awful lot of money at stake in trying to get some football play. There is, but you've almost waited too late, I think. If you start the season, which I think they're talking around Halloween or the end of October, I mean, how do you how do you – justify that and how do you stack it up against these teams that go ahead and start playing in september when it comes time for the playoffs you're not going to have as many games and also you're not going to have as many games on your legs you're going to be fresher and uh so i don't know how you uh you settle that one out i don't either we're very close to the beginning of the third quarter here at north cut field op leads houston academy 21 to nothing uh but we are trying to set the stage for some power five football tomorrow with uh you know two games i'm looking forward to and Hopefully going to be able to carve some time out to sit down and watch. Will be Florida State, Georgia Tech. That's uh, around a noon kickoff. No, that's a 2.30 kickoff 2:30. on ABC. And then uh, Clemson and Wake Forest, which I don't expect to be competitive, but just to kind of see what the team that is expected to either play for or win the national championship may look like early on in Clemson. Well, you just want to see if they execute or not, if they come around and they're sloppy or if they execute like they're supposed to and take care of business. Indeed. Uh, and then um, – We'll, we'll hopefully get around to SEC football coming up two weeks from tomorrow with a full slate of games, and it's going to be one of those years, I think. Let's see if we are ready for third-quarter action as the teams have completed their warm-ups and the clock is set for the third quarter. Ball's on the tee. There's an official there. It's like, hey, he said, come on. We're going to do this live game if you don't come I'm on. I'm telling you. That's one flag we're throwing. The reason we mentioned that, if you're just tuning in, is uh, about 130-something yards in penalties for Opt in the first half. They've obviously been able to, able to overcome that with a 21 to nothing lead, but uh, we'll see if they've 
clean some stuff up there in the half because it is in their best interest for that clock to run uh, here in this second half and get on out of here with a region victory and head on back to Op and uh, look forward road, to next week. Road yeah. region victory. Op will receive the kickoff to begin the second half, so you know they have a chance to, in all in all essence, sort of put this. I'm well, sorry, H.A. Well, yeah, H.A. actually right, deferred. You're, right. you're exactly right. So good good opportunity here for H.A. to find something on offense, take the ball down, and uh, and see if they can get back in this game. Cameron Mitchell and company back to receive this kick, and we are underway. It's high. It's not necessarily deep. It's going to be eventually uh, pulled down at the 18. Uh, Mitchell will try to get outside, but he'll be hauled down about the 29-yard line. That is where H.A. will begin this series. Yeah, they let that ball hit the ground back there. When you do that, it gives the defense a chance to get down the coverage team. He got what he could out of it, out about the 29-yard line. Yeah, and it is uh, live on the kickoff, uh, whether it's uh, That's right. touched or not. Looks like we got Cade Mitchell will start this possession here for H.A. at the 29. No going in between the tackles at all for H.J. And when you're running the eye, uh, you, you got to find something. They they tried uh, the counter out of it. They tried just plain off tackle. They tried a few things, just unable to find anything. We'll see what they can find this time. It's going to be a pass as Mitchell gets ready, goes. It's caught at the 39. Broken tackle, 45. Midfield, good start there for H.J. It's the best offensive play of the season. Oh, sorry, of the game. Nice throw by Mitchell if he had the receiver wide open out there in the flat. Put it right on him so he could run with it once he got it. I think Cameron Mitchell was the receiver there, and that will go to midfield. Good gain there on first down. A little momentum there for the first time on offense for the Raiders. Good little uh, lively arm there by that freshman. you got to remember, he's just a freshman quarterback. Indeed. From the eye, here is Mitchell. He'll turn around. He'll hand it over the middle. Here's a little bit of room. It'll go for about three yards. Let's see. KT Ackerman's been your starting uh, tailback for most of this game. He gets up into there. Comes up gimpy a little bit, not enough to go out of the game. Uh, it'll be a gain of about uh, two, two and a half yards. Cole Jenny shot the gap for up on that play, and he took out the quarterback, Mitchell. But he already handed it off to Ackerman and picked up some yardage. Second and eight from the op 48. Here's Mitchell. Going to fake the handoff. Going to throw out in the flats. It's caught by Knowles, and Knowles will go out to about the 43-yard line. Game's about five. Nice little pitch and catch. As he's just relaxing back there in the pocket. Got time to throw the football. Makes all the business in the world. Manageable third down here. It'll be third and about uh, a long three for H.A., this has been their best drive all night long. Indeed, um, a much more uh, crisp execution on the plays that we've seen thus far. Here is Ackerman. He, I think, is going to find a hole and get a first down inside of the 40 first down. 39. Nice hard run up the middle. Is they're doing a good job of pushing up back a little bit here on this series. Good mix uh, of plays as well, and H.A.'s got a little something going here inside op territory on his first offensive possession of the third quarter. Ackerman is your tailback. Austin Carpenter is your fullback. Caden Mitchell is quarterback. 
They're going to uh, roll, and uh, Cade Mitchell is flushed. He's going to run to the 35, to the 30, look at some speed. Inside the 25 to the 24-yard line goes Cade Mitchell. That was another first down. Yeah, that play was meant to go to his left. Uh, he got out there and off head, pursued it out to the left, and pushed him back to the right. Found a hole over there, a nice run as he scampers for the first down. Really good burst of speed there as uh, he got a couple of couple of steps downfield, and he had uh, quite another gear there. First and 10 from the 24. First possession of the third quarter. Op leads H.A. 21 to nothing, but H.A. is driving. Here's a pitch to Ackerman. Ackerman cuts it up inside the 20, breaks a tackle to the 16-yard line. Maybe, maybe a little off the 17 goes J.T. Ackerman. They're doing a good job. They've been... Houston Academy in the second half of letting the off defense run themselves on the end out of the play, and then they're cutting up inside of them, picking up good yardage on the inside. Call it second and about uh, three from the 17-yard line. Same personnel, basically, for the Raiders. Here is Mitchell. He's going to fake, look to throw, and he's going to get sacked back at the 22-yard line as uh, the play looked like it was going to be able to play action and try to leak someone out. But by the time Mitchell looked up, he was being hauled yeah. down. Jesse Coon had him wrapped up. They got good penetration on that one. That's the first play on this series that they've got that kind of penetration. Indeed, and that'll back it up all the way to the 23. It'll be third and nine now. I think it's still four down territory. I think so. I think you need six. You can't You can't really worry about threes anymore, at least not right now. So you try to get half of it on this play and come back and get the other half. Here's Mitchell from the 23. It's going to be a handoff. It's going to be a counter there. Zacherman, he's got a room. 15, 10, 5, maybe the six-yard line. Goes J.T. Ackerman right up the middle. He had a great hole. Good job by that H.A. offensive line. He showed a burst of speed, too, as he hit that hole. Able to pick up the first down, but you're right. There was a hole big enough to drive a truck through it. First and goal from the six-yard line. Good momentum for H.A. to start the third quarter here with a good, well-put-together drive. He's got to pay it off now. 8-11 showing and moving here in the third quarter. Here's Ackerman again. Not much there off left tackle. Uh, he may get to the... They may get back to the line of scrimmage, and that's about it. Yeah, that sledding inside can get tough once you get inside the 10-yard line. That'll bring up second and goal from the six. As Mitchell gets the play from the sidelines, plenty of time left on the play clock. May see some kind of bootleg here. Let Mitchell fake the handoff and take it outside. Here it's a pitch. As uh, as Ackerman just couldn't get going, he'll lose a couple of yards yeah. there. Good penetration by op defense right there. Yeah, that was uh, Coon again on the defense. But you're right, he submarined in there and was able to knock him down before he could get going. Don't want to. Fortunately, HA had not been a predictable uh, situation on this drive, but now with seven, eight yards to go, you're probably forced to go to the air, and they're going to talk about it here because it's a really, really big play if A.J. wants to get back in this game. You, you do, you know, again, we talked about three not really helping you here, so you could possibly have a couple of plays to get it, but um, you really want to make something happen on yeah. this play, so you better make sure you got all of your stuff together. Everybody on the same page. Yeah, you put seven up here, and you're just down 14. Yeah. You're back in it. 
Yep, make up, think about it a little bit. Uh, maybe a little nerves start to settle in there, and, and before you know it, you could really be back in it, but you got to make it happen here. What do you do? Um, maybe try to roll Mitchell out and, and uh, with a run pass yeah, option? I, kind I, of would, I would think so. You want to get him on the outside on the corner and let him try to create something or put the ball up. A lot of it depends on what you're thinking is as far as the two downs. If you're trying to get the touchdown on third down or if you're just trying to pick up yards and, and get uh, get come back and get the play on fourth down. Indeed. Lance are putting more time on the clock. I know you like that. A couple of more seconds, though. We'll, we can live with that one. Don't want to jinx us, but we are on a penalty-free drive thus far. <laughs> which we haven't been able to say that tonight. You know what that means. (laughs) It's third and goal from the eight. We're about ready for this crucial play here. See if the Raiders can get back in it here, trailing 21 to nothing. 7.04 left here in the third quarter. Cade Mitchell's put together a good drive here. JT Ackerman's shown some good legs here as well. From the eye, Mitchell under center. Turns around, fullback, Carpenter, he'll only get about a yard as uh, he was met by a couple of Bobcats as soon as he got the handoff. So that brings up fourth yeah. and goal from the six. Again, just too much penetration up the middle. They're going to get him on the corner. Offense staying out there. Well, it's so the white call. That crucial play became this crucial play as they really are going to have to find a way, find somebody. I think if they're going to get this ball in, it's either going to be Mitchell running it in or he's going to have to throw it in. Here is – he's running for his life. He scrambled out. He's back at the 20 now. Got four guys he's running away from. He's at the 15, the 10, and he'll just run out of bounds back around the line of scrimmage. That's where I'll take over. He was able to turn the corner and get his feet and his body turned around, but there was no receivers open in the end zone. Yep. Just as soon as he tried to look up and find a receiver, there were three Bobcats staring him in his face, and he ran all the way back to the 20 and tried to run around him. But by that time, um, there was just no receiver to be found. No, they blew that play up pretty quickly as they got the penetration again. Line of scrimmage for Op will be, looks like the 9 or the 10. Now, uh, obviously... If you are the Bobcats, you're thinking, okay, they just went almost six minutes with no points. Maybe they can uh, start to grind a little bit as well. Yeah, if you're off, you want to just drive this down the field, put points on the board, and kind of put this one away. Hal Smithard is your quarterback. Peyton Ellis is your back in the backfield next to Smithard in the shotgun. Two wide to the left and two to the right. Here's a little end around to Gafford. Gafford tries to get the corner and he'll be uh, horse-collared and there'll be a flag there and that breaks that streak and uh, that will be should be an automatic first down for the Bobcats. Yeah, but that's a hustle play. He didn't mean to horse-collar and he's just trying to get out there and fight and compete and he did a good job of bringing him down but just got the horse-collar. Yep, indeed. You and can live with that. That's not a dead ball foul. Be a 15-yarder and that will give up first down there and get them out of the shadow of their own in zone and it was well defended yeah, though they was they were able to keep him from turning up you know you, you do that's kind of like an instinct play because i don't think gafford was going to get the corner there no. but the, obviously the defender didn't know that and uh was just trying to grab what he could he, there he was just grabbing and having to get uh, the back of his neck first and 10 from the 21 caught the 22 
Here's Smithert now. He'll keep it himself. He'll go to the 25, close to the 30. Nice little gain on first down. Smithert just tried to put in the belly of the back yeah. there and pulled it out when he saw H.A. crashing and went around in and got some good gains yeah, there. I'd like first. to know if that was a read play, if he read the end coming down, because he certainly did act like he was going to put it in the belly of the running back and then pull it out Indeed, at the last minute. So he's an experienced quarterback. He's a senior quarterback. Gain of about six. That'll make it 5.51 left in the second quarter. Time for a heat timeout. We'll take it with him. 21 to nothing. Op leads will be back in 60 seconds right here on the ball. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Left here in the third quarter, off lead Houston Academy, 21 to nothing with the ball. On the 27, second and about four, Smithard looks to uh, throw. He does. It's caught. That's the 36-37 yard line. Looks that'll be a first down. That was about a three-yard pass. Yeah, just yeah. a simple rollout. Yeah. He threw it over in the flat, and H.J. did a nice job of dropping as soon as he caught it. A few other scores here. Uh, you fall in Opelika, 7-7. That was still in the second quarter last we heard there. GW Long leads Houston County 42 to 7. Pike Lib all over Lee Scott Academy 56 to nothing at halftime. Here's Smithard. Looks to throw over the middle. He does. He's got Pierce. Pierce to the 45. Pierce run out of the 49 yard line. A little bit of a late hit, and that'll yeah. be a flag. That'll be 15 extra yards there. That was definitely a late hit. Yeah. As, uh, Jackson, just, a little, yeah. just a little crossing route and. Op does a good job with those. He brought him all the way across the field, hit him in stride, and then uh, oh, out of bounds, East Academy player hit him late. Gain of about 12 on the play and then 15 on the penalty, so that'll be a 27 yards of positive field position for Op, taking it uh, well into H.A. territory once they mark it off. They'll spot it at the 33-yard line of H.A. It'll be first and 10 Op. Some other scores. Slocum has taken, a pro- taken it to Providence, 30 to nothing there in the – third quarter that's gonna be only the second time in over two years they've lost a home game over there that i'm sure the natives are restless over there for sure and uh kudos to slocum obviously um jaylen nobles and company getting the job done over there here's smither crop straight back from the 33 he's got a receiver wide open there's a flag though it's going to be caught i believe inside the five but i think that one might come back yeah, i think it's going to be a holding he had uh, just a must have been a long coverage for HA because there was a receiver running wide open right down the middle. Yeah, first and goal at the three. Instead, it's going to be uh, first and twenty at about the forty-five when they uh, when they uh, 
mark off this holding penalty against the Bobcats. Yeah, they've been their own worst enemy. Another scoring update from Rip Hughes Stadium. It's Auburn 29, Dothan 6. Auburn pulling away in that one. Indeed. Uh, we thought it might be an uphill battle for for Dothan tonight. They hung early, but uh, now it appears that it's all Auburn over there at uh, Rip Hughes Stadium. First in a long way uh, for Op here on the 42-yard line of HA. Smith are looking to throw. He's going to dump it off to uh, to Ellis, and this time it's the pass was late in developing, and HA was able to really string that out, and that's going to go for a loss. Uh, so good play there by HA's defense. It'll be second and even longer. Yeah, even though it was a short pass, he had a lot of air under it. Had to have him run under it. Not able to get outside. I'm has to get to about the 23-yard line for a for a first down, and the line of scrimmage is the 40, 47-yard line of HA. So it's uh, about 23, 24 yards for a first down here. Hop's got a good football team. They just got to clean these penalties up if they want to compete in the region. They'll be uh, resetting the uh, play clock here, and uh, 4:25 is showing on the game clock here in the third quarter. Again, Hop leads HA 21 to nothing. Here are the Bobcats. Big rush. It's a middle screen, and it is set up well. 45, 40, 35, 30. As Ellis got the sidelines, is he going to get all the way or did he go out of bounds? Let's see. They're going to mark him out of bounds inside the 15-yard line as that middle screen has just yeah. eaten H.A. a lot. It's there any time they want it. As H.A. is just coming with that rush, and they're letting them come, and they're dumping off in the middle, and uh, – Ellis has done a great job of picking his way through the defense. It's like the line of scrimmage is maybe the 11 or 10-yard line or so, so it'll be first down. And I think it's the ball is touching the 10, so it should be first and goal. I think it's a timeout op. I'm just going to talk about this. Uh, you know, I think they know. Uh, I'm sure they're talking to say, fellas, you know, this is this we, is it. We put uh, this in, and it's pretty much over. Yeah, and they're probably going to get a little pep talk because right before the half, they were down deep in HA territory and could not punch it in uh, to make it 28 to nothing. So, uh, going to get all their ducks in a row here, Mark, and make sure they're all on the same page. Yeah, and like I said, they're a very athletic football team. They're a good football team. It's just the penalties are killing them, mm-hmm. and you know that's going to come back to hurt them in big games if they don't get that under control and get it cleaned up. And when you're having as much success as the Bobcats have been offensively, the, the penalties, the holds, and the things like that just have not been necessary at all. No, they haven't. A lot of them been away from the play, and uh, it just kills you because you take one step forward, two steps back. Indeed. They're going to talk about it, take a little break, and again, the timeouts are just a little bit longer here to make sure that uh, everybody gets uh, individual water bottles and that the officials all get individual water bottles as well. So typically it's a minute uh, for these timeouts, and they have a maximum two minutes to get things all together on timeouts now, and I think we're ready for this first goal, I believe, from the 10. Smither. Looks like an end around. It is. It's not going to go, well, yeah, it's not going to go very far. It was snuffed out 
pretty well as the running back there. Typically, that's Gafford's play, but this time Terry Davis was the running back. Yeah, H.A. did a nice job of not letting him get the corner. They forced him out of bounds and used that that, uh, that uh, in line over there as an extra defender. They did get inside the 10 to about the 8 here. We'll call it second and goal from the 8. 3.59 on the third quarter clock. Here is Smithard, straight back, looks to throw. Now he's flushed out to his left. Now he throws, and he could not hook up with Ellis, who had separated from the defender for a second, but uh, Smithard hurried that one a little bit and couldn't quite catch well, up it. Well, it's almost like Smithard was trying to throw a back shoulder to him, and uh, as uh, he was running down that sideline, he had some defenders in front of him. If he would have stopped and caught the back shoulder, he probably had a better chance at it. Third and goal from the eight. Smithard had a little bit of running room there as well. I don't he know did. that he could have punched it in, but he could have gotten down there. Here's Smithard, drops straight back. Now he's going to run up the middle, and he's going to run to the end zone as everybody had stretched out, and that will be – well, there's a flag it's in the end late, zone. It's a late hit, I think, on H.A. It looks like Smithard had gotten in the end zone, and they're going to say he was struck yeah. once he had gotten in the end zone. He so five yards in when he got hit. Good run there by Smithard from eight yards out. Good read uh, of the defense, kind of the Red Sea parting there for him as he takes it in the end zone here, 346 showing. And you're going to force that one on the kickoff. Yes. Because it is a dead ball foul. Yeah, they'll, they'll do that and uh, mark it off on the kickoff. and It is a, a personal foul on the Raiders. So it's not like, you know – We've been talking so much about how many penalties Op has gotten, but the Raiders have gotten their share tonight as well. Yeah, they have. Pierce to uh, tack on the extra point here. It's 27 to nothing. A little bit of discussion uh, as before they do this to make sure they'll know where to spot the ball on the kickoff after they mark the penalty. So right now, uh, Pierce is just going to wait until they get all that straightened out, and then he'll kick this extra point. Everything appears to be ready now. The snap, the hole, the kick, up and good. 3.46 left to go in the third quarter. Off takes control. 28 to nothing. We'll be back with more high school football in 60 seconds right here on the ball. For our members. drive through windows, mobile app, wiregrass.coop. For our employees. Staggered arrival times, working remotely, social distancing. For our families. Clean offices, clean kiosks, bill assistance. During our current challenges, Wiregrass Electric Cooperative wants its members, its employees, and their families to know WEC is helping in many ways. We are here and we are answering the call because just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances budget tracking sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes, all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both All In Credit Union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. Federal you're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618AT, W-296DQ, Dothan. 
Come back to the North Cut Field, 28 to nothing. Off. Al Smith with an eight-yard touchdown run that put the Bobcats up four scores. A little bit of confusion as to where they were going to spot this. There was a late hit penalty on that touchdown run. So now Op will actually be kicking this off from the Houston Academy 45-yard line. HA's closing on 100 yards and penalties too. They've got seven for 90. Terry's going to boom this one. Uh, they try to get it deep, and they do. It's taken at about the five and it will be uh, taken out to the 20, maybe the 21-yard line. It's where H.A. will begin this drive, and you start trying to work on things that, that may help you on down the road, Mark. Yeah, you just want to execute. You just want to run your offense. Don't worry about the score right now. Just make the plays that you're supposed to make and uh, see if you can't put some points on the board. And we really don't know what either of these teams, you know, if they have been practicing at full personnel groupings or anything we really don't know if that's been the case it, it has been a pretty sloppy game on both sides and sometimes those things can lend themselves to it and sometimes you just have a sloppy game first and 10 from the 20 here's mitchell he rolls out and he has hit from the blind side and let's see is the ball free i don't think so uh, I think he's just going to be dropped for a loss. Yeah, he never saw him coming off that uh, right side, or excuse me, left side of the op defense. So uh, that'll be a loss of 10 back to the 10, second and 20, and he just never saw it. No, he rolled out to his left, and when he did his right-handed quarterback, he had to set his feet back to the right, and when he did, he looked up, and there was the op defender on him. Mitchell sort of earned this uh, next drive after – taking the Raiders all the way down to inside the 10 on the last one. We'll see if he can pull some magic out here on second and 20. No, there's a, there's some miscommunication yeah. in the backfield, and that's going to be a handoff and a loss of another three or four yards. As the quarterback and running back ran together. Ackerman on the handoff. We brought down back around the six-yard line. Not that that play was going to go anywhere anyway, Mark. But um, No, but you want to run it smooth, yeah. even if you're not going to make yardage. You don't want it to be because you've run into your quarterback. So that takes it all the way back to the six. So it's a third and about 24 for the Raiders here. And you got to be really careful here. Yeah, I think you just run a draw play or something and punt it out of there. From the eye, here's Mitchell. Yeah, it's just a simple off-tackle play, and it'll go. Oh, late hit. Late hit. Yes, indeed. And now they're going to bail them out. Can't tell if that was Knowles or Ackerman, but he was well down and yeah. uh, just some like a comet coming from across the eastern sky and landed on top of Knowles. Yeah, I mean it was, and he, they're pulling him out. I think he can get a earful from his coaches. Uh, you know, their op was just uh, one simple "let's don't commit a penalty" play away from getting a really good field position there, and and uh, yeah, the head coaches found him now. <laughs> let's see. So with that personal foul penalty, does that? Uh, believe it uh, makes it fourth and still you got to punt the ball I guess no they're leaving Mitchell in there well let's see the down marker is now showing third but it was a dead ball foul wasn't it if it's a late hit third down seven well they're they're calling it third and seven is what they're calling it so let's go with that Nope, now they're, they're flipping yeah, it back to fourth fourth because it's a dead ball foul so now now the uh, HA is uh you know, signaling over the coaches, hey, this is fourth down. Do, do we still want to go for it? So now all of a sudden that may force a timeout. 
Well, the, the play clock is not started. Okay. All right. Well, they're getting the punt team out yeah, there. Yeah, that almost had to have been a, a dead ball foul, so it has to be fourth down. So a little bit of confusion there all over, but uh, I think what ended up was not an automatic first down on that penalty, and that will force the punt here. Back to receive for op is Terry Davis. Lizenby, again, they got 10 men up. And uh, he's going to get it off, and he does. It's not a bad punt. It's going to be caught at the 47-yard line by Davis. He's going to get into H.A. territory at the 45 to the 40 and then goes down at the 39-yard line. So, I've got good field position there. Another flag on the play, though. Of course there is. <laughs> Just wouldn't be American otherwise. Yeah. It's going to be a hole on, on the Bobcats. Yeah. By, by the time this is all said and done, they're going to have well over 200 yards of pill. Absolutely they are, and that's just unacceptable. Uh, gosh. I mean, the officials are going to wear some soles off those shoes. <laughs> <after penalties. laughs> but they're going to have to get that fixed. If they plan on making a run in the playoffs, and they're definitely a playoff team, you got to get that. You got to get that cleaned up quickly. We were joking in the first half that those flags were going to be threadbare. Now I think they're just tossing around a yellow husk. I believe it. that's that's all there is left. That still uh, means that I will begin this possession in HA territory, but not where they were going to be. They're at the 49-yard line of the Raiders. 156 left to go here in the third quarter. It is 28 to nothing. I thought I saw the officials at halftime putting Tiger Bomb on their shoulders. <laughs> Here's Davis. Davis on the end around. He's going to get to the 45. He breaks a tackle, cuts it back. He fumbles. 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 Who's going to get it? I think and now the Bobcats it. fell back on oh, it. Yeah. So that was a long end around run to net about three or four yards. Uh, fumble that was recovered by the Bobcats. It'll be second down. See, not very good tackling either. Yeah. He- he bounced off a lot of defenders out yeah. there before they finally pulled the ball out. What led to the fumble, actually, he was he was wrestling free from a guy or two, and uh, the ball was exposed. Second and about five from the 44 of H.A. Smither, quick pass out, almost intercepted, but it's caught over there. Good catch and run by Op all the way inside the 25-yard line or right at the 25. That looks like Gafford. Maybe on that one. Stoudemire, I think. Dada Stoudemire is the, re- is the receiver there. You're exactly right. First legs out there. He did a nice job and just threw it out in the flat and he took off with it. It'll be inside a minute when they spot the chains here. But you're right. An H.A. defender flashed across there and almost able to pick it off. First and 10 from the H.A. looks like the 25 maybe. Smithard had some pretty impressive numbers when all is said and done here tonight. He's looking to throw again, looking over the middle, deep over the middle into the end zone. Has receiver just overthrown. Had a receiver open. Well, the receiver turned and looked back yeah. and was running, turned back. If he would have just ran through that, I think he would have been there. Yep, uh, Jackson Pierce was the uh, receiver there. And, again, he was open over the middle. Smithard just couldn't quite connect with him. It'll be second and 10, 41 seconds left here in the third quarter. You got to think if they put it in here, they'll start putting in some second teamers. Davis is your tailback next to uh, Smithard, so he is your second string tailback. Smithard looking here, looking to run. He's got, well, he goes ahead and throws it in the end zone, and it is caught. It's a beautiful throw and catch there 
Is that uh, Gafford? I'll you the Stoudemire. He's a backup as well, uh, and he was open in the back of the end zone, and uh, Smithard approached yeah, the line of scrimmage there about the 26 and then let it fly into the back of the end zone and hit him in stride. He, yeah, he was running with the ball, and he just put everything he had behind him, and you're right. It was like a dart down there. Really impressive. 32 seconds now showing on the third quarter clock. That makes it 34 to nothing, and Pierce will come out to kick this extra point. Now everybody is set. Snap, kick is good. 32 seconds left to go here in the third quarter. Op now all over HA 35 to nothing. We'll take a 60 second break. Be back with more right after this. restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Huggin' Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to hugginmollys.com to find out their new menu items. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2020, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to Alabama, Florida, and Georgia for almost 30 years. Harris Security is a locally owned security company dedicated to developing secure solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residents, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit them at harrissecurity.com to assist you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. late third quarter, straight up in the air kick uh, for Ott on the ensuing kickoff. H.A. recovers at the 40. Is that, sure if he mishit that or what that yeah, was? Straight up in the air practically. Here's Mitchell again from the 40. He's going to look to throw. He's going to let it go. Good pitch and catch there. It's caught at the 44-yard uh, line of Ott. Nice throw there. You see, um, see, was that... Um, Wells. Will Wells, yeah, I haven't called his name tonight. Will Wells with a good catch there. Nice a little out, yeah. Mitchell did a nice job of putting the ball right on him as he threw it over a defender to get it to him. We may see one more play here as uh, 12 seconds on the game clock and 15 on the play clock. I think they're going to try to get one underway here. Mitchell. The handoff to Ackerman. Ackerman straight up the middle. He is nailed at about the 43-yard line. He'll get a half yard, a well-earned half yard. That is how the third quarter will end. The Bobcats in control, 35 to nothing over HA. We'll be back with fourth quarter action in one minute right here on the ball. 
Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. We are starting the fourth quarter here at Northcutt Field. H.A. with the ball, trailing off 35 to nothing inside off territory at 43. Second and short. Here's pitch to Ackerman. Again, I believe he'll get a couple of three yards there. They'll bring up third and long. There's not a lot of running room out there, so he pitched it back to him on the sweep. Yep. Coach Riggs that started off with a nice throw and catch to begin this drive. He may want to just work on that running game a little bit as well while we're here in the fourth quarter and see if he can find something because the running game just hasn't been there for the most part. In that offense, you've got to get the running game going to make the passing game go. Ackerman still in at tailback here on this third and about seven from the 41. It's a play-action pass. It's caught. It'll go inside 35. Is that a fumble? I think they're going to say the ground calls a fumble. They're going to say he was down at around the 31-yard line. If so, that'll be a first down if that's where they mark it, and I think they are. Nice, tough run once he caught the football to pick up the first down. Jeff Daughtry was the fullback there, and he just went out in flat. Nobody picked him up, and Mitchell was able to hit him. And uh, Daughtry got out uh, enough for a first down. It'll keep this H.A. drive alive. Yeah, when he caught it, he was short of the first down, but did a nice job of just working his way to pick up that first down. Splitting that eye a little bit here is H.A. Takes the handoff. Does Mitchell. Mitchell looking to throw. He does. Over the middle. It is going to be knocked away. Thrown a little bit into double coverage. It's lucky that one intercepted. Yeah. I don't think he saw the corner on this side kind of come off his man. Sotomayor was down there. Yep. Kind of playing center field a little bit. On the bright side, no flags on that play. No flags at all. You're right. We've got to stop at the play, though. (laughs) Second and ten. You just had to say something, didn't you? I did. It's my fault. Now they're going to meet. Yeah, there's a been more committee meetings in a Baptist church. Oh, man, that's saying something. Now there's a stoppage. Clock is stopped. They're going to run out. There's no uh, radio communication between the scoreboard operator and the official, so he literally has to come over here to the sidelines and yell what he wants. And uh, they're yelling the time that needs to be on the the, uh, game clock, and unfortunately it's more time than we had on there. Yeah. Uh, 
So we we all shook our head no uh, <laughs> here when the uh, when the official no we no, accepted yeah we're not going to do that. But uh, the, the uh, game clock's been changed from nine fifty two to ten twenty, and it'll be second and ten when we run this play. Here is Mitchell. He's going to hand it off to Ackerman. Ackerman off right tackle. He's got a lot of room there, and he'll get inside the 25 to about the 24. Not enough for a first down, but certainly close to it. Third and short. Nice run. Well blocked again. They let the end just take himself out of the play, and he cut up inside of him. Picks up a good eight yards on the play. Close to nine. Yep, about the 28-yard line or so. They just need about a yard here to keep this drive alive. You're looking for something to hang your hat on uh, for Coach Riggs. Oh, you just want to get in the end zone. Yeah, as it relates to the offense for sure. Here is Ackerman again. He's got that first down, breaks a tackle, keeps going. He's inside the 20 to about the the 17, 18-yard line, first down. Yeah, just a quick handoff. Nothing fancy about that. Just knock them back and pick up the first down. Now they're going to put some first-teamers back out. Come the Bobcat first-string defense back onto the field. They want this shutout. H.A.'s been down here before. Not able to find the end zone yet. They've had a couple of chances. First and ten. Ball on about the 17-yard line. Mitchell, play clock down to two, one, zero. They're going to say get it off. He lets it go, and it is intercepted at the goal line, and there's a lot of running room here for Op, the 30, the 35, the 40. There's a flag down. They're going to run this all the way back, but there's a flag down. Yeah. Uh, that's going to be about a 98-yard interception return for Op from Kurt Zorn, Jr., but uh, – there's bodies and flags and everything they're down. Gonna, they're going to say Cole Jennings came back and hit a defenseless player. So he just came back and cold cocked him. So you do see that a lot now on returns where you see players pursuing. They have their eyes locked on the player they're pursuing and do not see the blocker come in. And uh, you used to could do that, Mark, but you can't even. That's right. And, again, it was way behind the play. It was a needless block. That will take place after the interception. So when they when the smoke clears here, it'll be out ball somewhere. He threw it late over the middle, though. And that's the one thing you can't do is throw it late over the middle because it's going to get picked every time. Very true, very true. There's Mitch some... is a little bit hurt as he comes off to the sideline. A little discussion here as to where this ball will wind up. There is the personal foul, personal hitting foul. a defensive player, defenseless player. And it was obvious. He just seeked him out and came and just nailed him. So it looks like instead of a 98-yard pick six for Op, that is going to be put on about the 11-yard line, uh, not of HA but of Op. So they'll have 89 yards to go here. They want to put this one yeah, in. That's a huge penalty. That's a 89-yard penalty, basically. Yeah. Timeout, HA. We'll take it with them. 849 left to go here in the game. 35 to nothing. Hop. We'll be back in 60 seconds. Right after this. 
A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank and Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank and Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank and Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Nothing off with the ball on. It's on 11 after an interception at the goal line. Ran it all the way back, but that uh, most of that was called back on uh, an illegal block, personal foul, hitting a defenseless, defenseless player. And now Op will begin here on the 11. I'm trying to see if that's a new quarterback um, marker. I can, see, I can see the number. Yeah. It does yeah. look like uh, that we do have a new one. Gray Jennings, he is a sophomore. Takes a snap, looks to throw. They're going to let him throw. He's going to throw it out in the flats to Davis, and Davis is going to make a couple of people miss, get uh, several yards before he's guided out of bounds. So uh, Jennings showing up the first time. Yeah. Jennings showing a little uh, life in that arm there, fresh. Again, just that out in the flat as the back goes out there and just turns. The linebackers aren't out there to go covering. Yep, end of about uh, 12 or so. It'll be first and 10 from the 22-23 yard line. Here's Jennings, two wide to the left, to the right. It's going to be handed off to Davis. Davis looking for room up the middle of the 30, the 35, the 40. He'll be hauled down to the 42-yard line. There goes Terry Davis, and that'll be another off first down. Yeah, they caught him in a blitz, and he was just able to pop it. They didn't get him in the backfield, and he was off to the races. A lot of new players uh, for for the Bobcats and and for the Raiders as well. As we'll play down these last eight minutes here. Here's Jennings to be an end around, and it's going to be hauled down. Terry Davis back at the thirty-five. Good play there by H.A. shooting the gap. We're trying to get a number on that. It's Chapman Andrews, yeah. Great play there. Hall Davis down for a big loss. Lost him about uh, six yards there. i got to be careful not to come back and watch this middle screen. <laughs> Indeed. Second and 16 from the 36. Jennings will drop straight back. He will let it go deep down the middle. It is just overthrown. Had a man at about the 44-yard line of H.A., but just uh, over the outstretched arms there of uh, Jaden Lacey. Jaden Lacey, yeah. And he's got a pretty good arm there. He does. Four. Yeah. Just couldn't quite hook up, but uh, obviously they're not afraid to uh, to let him throw the ball here, and he's showing some ability. Well, their style of offense, it's a throwing offense, so uh, – You've got to run your plays, and they throw the football. 
indeed. So third and 16 for Hop. Backup quarterback is uh, Gray Jennings. He drops straight back. He's going to throw down the sidelines deep and uh, overthrows everyone, and that will fall harmlessly out of bounds, and that will force an off punt. We haven't seen that very much. No. Have they punted at all? I don't, I don't remember one off, off the top of my head. A couple of uh, possessions have ended in interceptions, and um, just about everyone else, I think, is either, well, one on downs, I think, and then everything else is yep. going to score. Let's see, for H.A., Ackerman's going to come back and uh, field this punt. Standing right now at his own 40. That's uh, Gafford back to punt. Oh, Gafford in the punt. Now uh, Ackerman will go back to his 35. Ackerman Low snap. They'll get it off. It'll go right to Ackerman at the 33-yard line. He makes few people miss, and then he'll get tackled about the 38-39. That's where H.A. will start this possession. Did a nice job of fielding it so he didn't take a bounce. Able to get a few yards out of it. 7.23 showing here in the fourth quarter. Hop leads 35 to nothing. See if we still have uh, Mitchell out here at quarterback. I believe we do. Yeah, because I believe Ott's sitting on the bench. Indeed, and we'll see H.A. Uh, took it down on his last possession. An interception ended that drive, and we'll see if they can get something going here from their own 38-yard line. Again, just want to run your offense. Here is Mitchell. Mitchell going to throw it deep downfield. He's got a receiver, and is just knocked away at the last yeah, he moment. couldn't quite get enough air under yeah, to get it to because he had him behind the defense. All they had to do was get it down there. I don't know if he could have scored, but he had him wide open. Ken Ab Beaver was the intended receiver. He was open and just a little bit underthrown, knocked away at the last minute. Not sure if Sheldon Ott is hurt. He's sitting on the bench by himself. Yep, he is. Kind of got his hands, hands yeah. in his head. And yeah. Second and 10 here for H.A. from the 38. Here's Mitchell. He's going to hand it off. Up the middle, looks like Ackerman. He'll get the 43-yard line, gain of 4-5. It'll be third down. It's a stretch play. Just hand it off and let him find a hole and go through it. They've certainly done a better job in the second half of blocking the off defense. Some of it's better execution. Some of it's second-teamers in there for off. Indeed. Florella leads Georgiana 28-14 at the end of the third quarter. Early County leads Pelham 21 to 7. Is that Pelham out of Birmingham? Uh, no, I think that's Pelham, Georgia. Okay. Second, uh, third down for HA here. Little handoff as uh, be about two yards short of a first down for, I think that's, uh, well, let's see, Daughtry? Yeah, Daughtry on the run. Brings up a fourth down and short. Might as well go for it. You follow up like a tide at 14. Good game. Where that is? Enterprise Davidson, forty-five thirteen. That was from quite some time ago. Forty-three thirteen, Auburn over Dothan in the fourth quarter. Now there'll be a timeout here. 
So talk about this fourth down play here, or will that be a heat timeout? 6.06 left to go here in the ball game. And H.A.'s had an opportunity here and there. I know, uh, obviously, I would like to sustain the the shutout here, but H.A. really looking to hang something on they are on and up here late in the game. And they've looked better in the second half running their offense, especially when Mitchell's been in the game. They've been able to make some yardage. And I think the threat of him being able to get on the outside and run in his arm, it opens up that running attack on the inside. Let's see. Uh, Enterprise final now, 52-13 to 13 over Davidson. Early counting up on Pelham, 28-7. to 7. Slocum over Providence, 37-8 to 8 now. They're taking them to the woodshed. Dale County leads Geneva 26 to 22. It's a good game going on over there, and that was the uh, the game where they had a pretty serious injury. Someone, um, an ambulance, had to come out on the field for a serious injury uh, in that game to a Geneva football player. We certainly hope the best there. Here's that fourth down play up the middle, and I think that's going to be short of a first down. Yeah as that ball will turn over to op at about the HA 47-yard line. It'll be a full yard short. Back right off the right side. Play at the yard, but it comes up a little bit short. Ball goes over on down to op. And around the Raider, 47, maybe 48-yard line. With Auburn really putting it on Dothan, we thought, you know, Dothan, their their 4A into 7A might be a little difficult. And yeah, uh, I think that's what they're finding. The competition is just tough at that yeah. level. It's very tough. It's tough at that level. That's a hard region to mm-hmm. play in because you've got Auburn, got Central Phoenix City in it, Enterprise. Greg Jennings is your backup quarterback for Op. Terry Davis is your backup running back. First and 10 from the 48. Jennings is going to throw. He's going to throw deep. He's going to throw over the middle, and it is almost, well, it's in double coverage, and it's over yeah. everybody. Yeah, well, H.A. had the best chance of bringing that one in. Not sure about that play call. If I'm off, I think you just run the ball and run the clock. Indeed. You could really bleed this clock down with a couple of first downs. Certainly don't need the points. 35 to nothing. 5.53 left to go here. Here is the second and 10 play for Jennings. High snap. It's going to be Davis up the middle. He's going to get swarmed under, but he's going to fall forward, and he's going to get two or three yards out of that and get hard running. Yeah, hard running and fresh legs out on the field. They'll mark it on the 43. As Jennings gets to play from the sideline. Lance, so what do you got to say that maybe Hop and Wicksburg are the two teams? Yeah, in the region, and we didn't get to see Wicksburg this week because their game against Northside was uh, called off. Here's the third down play. It's that middle screen. It went to Davis, and it just went straight through his hands. Uh, it might have been sniffed out there as uh, as for the first time there was an HA defender in the vicinity. It was Carpenter, and he may have been able to pull Davis down there, but nonetheless, it falls incomplete. And um, yep, <laughs> we'll see what happens here on fourth down. Jennings is staying in there like they're going to yeah, go for it. I think they're going to go for it. Yeah, they haven't even uh, taken a minute off the clock here on this drive. So, uh, Just in case it's going to be a quick kick, there is an H.A. defender back at the 15. Now they're pulling him back up. Yeah, now he's coming up. <clears throat> here is Jennings, fourth and about seven from the forty. 
three. Jennings rolls to his left, throws. It's going to be dropped. It would have been a first down. Yeah. It's going to be dropped. And uh, that will turn the ball over to H.A. Yeah, hand him wide open. That was uh, Dawson Booth. He had out there, but nice roll out and wide open out there. You still got um, on the on the bench here, uh, off to himself here. Yeah, so he, he, Caden, must, yeah. he must be shaking up. Caden Mitchell's game for the rest of it. 5.33 here. We'll see what H.A. can do. Carpenter, your fullback. Mitchell under center. It's going to be a pitch out. Ackerman, I believe, cuts it up. He'll get to the 46 before he swarmed under. Gained of about two. Yeah, good job again. Of just cutting it back up inside of the end that was coming on. Dang, this first Second and uh, about eight from the 46-yard line. Daughtry comes in now. He'll probably man that tailback position. He does. Mitchell under center. Under five minutes left to go now. 35 to nothing up. To a fullback dive as Carpenter gets to about the 48-49 yard line. It'll bring it up third and about five. The nice little dance. He just turned and handed the quick handoff to the fullback. Trying to keep the defense on. Third down and five for the Raiders. I believe, I don't have it right in front of me, Mark. I believe we uh, see the Raiders again next week. Uh, is it the Red Tops? Is that right? In Slocum? I think that's right. We'll double check that. Here is a third and about five from the 49. Mitchell turns around, going to hand it off to that Daughtry. Daughtry falls forward. I think he's going to get yeah, the, first they're going to the first down. Nice run. He what he had to get, and he got it. 45-yard line of op is the line of scrimmage now as we go under the – as soon as they mark the Well, it's good change. they're still out there playing hard and picking up the first down. Yes, uh, Slocum and H.A. next week right here on the ball. And then I think the week after that is Providence and H.A., if I'm That's not right. mistaken. Yes. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, first and 10 from the 45 of op for H.A., Here's Mitchell. He's going to fake that handoff look. He's going to throw out in the corner uh, to Carpenter. He's got a lot of room. He's going to get another first down. Well-designed play as he was wide open over there. Mitchell could throw it to him or run, either one, and he threw it to him for the big game. Knocked out of bounds, but not after getting the first down at the 32, 33-yard line. 334 showing on the game clock. Good drive here for the Raiders to see if they can pay it off. They've got time. Mitchell getting a lot of work here in this fourth quarter. Yeah, he is. We'll pitch here to that Daughtry. Hard to tell. Inside the 30, the 29. I think that is Jim Daughtry. Yeah. Good little drive here going. I think that first string, uh, I know at least some of that first string op defense is out there. Yeah, I, think I see big old number 74 in that middle. Sec second teamer, but you're right. There's still some of the first teamers out there. 
trying to keep Houston Katam out of the end zone. Here is little counter to maybe Carpenter. He's going to oh, probably just get back to the line of scrimmage there. Yeah, he's within a step of breaking that one. Right. It'll be third down and about seven for H.A. 245 and counting here in the game. Off leads 35 to nothing. H.A. trying to get on the board. We'll try to get out of here if homecoming without getting shut out. Indeed. Daughtry still your tailback, Carpenter your fullback, Caden Mitchell your quarterback. From under center, he takes the snap. He's going to fake that handoff and look to throw. He's going to throw a deep out. He's going to be caught just a little bit short of the first down and bring it forth and short, but a good catch there. It's a nice catch and throw. Will Wells, Will Wells with the second catch of the night. Good job of hauling that one in. Good to, timing round yeah. as he had to get it out there. Fourth and about a yard here. So we go into the two-minute mark here in the game. Been very impressed with Mitchell's poise here in this fourth quarter. Indeed. These are good reps for him. It, they really are. He's just a uh, freshman. Fourth down and one for the Raiders. Got her to get it off. Two seconds, one second, he does get it off. It's going to be a pitch. It's going to be a first down, Daughtry. I think it's going to be a first down. Let's see. I oh, thought he had more room than he had. We'll see what they mark. Mark is at about 23. We'll see. Yeah, they turned him back in. I'm not sure. Let's see, I don't think he got it. Well, uh, no, you're right. Yeah, here comes the offense. Yeah, op offense coming out in the final minute and a half here. Should be able to take a knee or so and salt this one away. Head back to Covenant County with a win. Indeed. <laughs> Just a hop, skip, and a jump up widely for Houston Academy. But uh, Ob has quite a trip. Over the wrong half to Ob. 131 left to go to We'll see here if they run a couple of plays here or if uh, Jennings, the backup quarterback, just takes a knee. It looks like they're not in the victory formation, so this will be a play. It's going to be a handoff up the middle. Can't, uh, let's see, to the 40, 42, 43 yard line. This is a new running back. It is Jordan Kelly. Jordan Kelly with the run there. First down off. Yeah, more fresh legs coming at you. Indeed. They'll have to stop the clock to move the chains. Now the uh, game clock is going. Should be under a minute when they snap this one. Now they should be able to get in victory formation. They're not, though. They're looking at the armbands. Yeah. We're going to let some of these uh, second and third stringers run, run some plays here. Here's another running back, a new one, to the 45, to the 50, to the 48-yard line of H.A. And off, off the right side, Jake Gilbert on the tackle. For That's the uh, Nate Smith, I believe. Nate Smith, you're right. Get some yards there. A junior. Got out of bounds to stop the clock. Nothing going to roll. Yep. About nine-yard gain there. It'll be second and one from the 49. I think they'll – maybe this will be the last play we see. Uh, Mark, as Jennings takes a snap, he's going to hand it off again. And uh, a couple of tackles broken there to the 40, to the 35, to the 33, and another good run there by – Yeah, just a little delayed yeah. handoff to the 33. I don't think they'll – well – 
Actually, they may actually have to take another snap here. It looks like there's about a half-second difference in the play clock and the game clock here. So if they want to run that dive one more time, uh, again, uh, they can if they want. Just for good measure? I reckon so. Here we go. He's going to throw it. He's going to be sacked. No, he gets away from three guys. Now he gets sacked at the 37, and that mercifully is how this game will end. He wanted to throw it to the end zone, though. I know, a little bit of justice there, up 35 to nothing, yeah. that you get sacked on the last play of the game, at least. Uh, that is how this game will end. Uh, penalties aside, an impressive win for uh, over Houston Academy. We will take a one-minute break, come back and wrap things up right here from North Cut Field right after this. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped-up drains, to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 793-2090. Vincent Plumbing and Electric. The final here from Northcutt Field, 35 to nothing off over Houston Academy. Uh, well over 200 yards in penalties for off. Uh, that's one of the one of the headlines. HA had its share of penalties as well, but uh, when uh, when not needed to, it put it in the end zone mark and doesn't get any yeah. easier for HA going into the next game. No, uh, Slocum looks like they're a pretty good team too, so that's going to be a tough battle next week. And just small numbers and trying to compete is just uh, it's tough for them right now. It is. It's it's a uh, uh, kind of an uphill battle for HA, especially offensively right now. And uh, we'll see what it can try to put together for the Red Tops coming up next week. That will be our game of the week next week right here on the ball. HA and Slocum from Slocum. Mark Stewart and I will be here on the call. For uh, Brad Bailey back in the studio, that's going to do it for us right here. We do appreciate you listening. We can't wait for more high school football next Friday night right here on the ball. Good night, everybody. You've been listening to the All-In Credit Union High School Football Game of the Week. Live play-by-play on the ball is brought to you by All-In Credit Union, federally insured by NCUA. By Lewis Smith Supply Company, Enterprise, Dothan, Eufaula, and Mariana. By Southeast Health, always the right direction. By Hug and Molly's, frozen in the 50s, downtown Abbeville. By Harris Security, security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Mark Dunning Industries, one